Hello, I'm Eagle, Eagle Gardens, Eagle Gardens 1 on Instagram. And this is Fucking Talking Shit with Eagle, episode 378.5, The Wormhole. <clears throat> welcome back. Hopefully, welcome back. Get my chat going here. A little ahead of myself tonight with this. Usually I'm more prepared. Got some music rolling while I get this going, all that good shit. Jason Ixstone, excuse me. First up in chat, top chat. How you doing, my friend? Welcome back. Dragged over to the big screen. Man, I like that. I'm, I'm liking the new setup. It's a little different, but uh, no, it's not much. It's not new, new. It's just the camera different, new. My pumping there. Uh, Southern BT grower dozer to your seat as well. I'm still on top chat. Thank you for pointing that out. Excuse me. I was enjoying some uh, cookies. I ran and got me some cookies. Well, I was had a few minutes break there. Pretty much everything cookies, man. They had chocolate chips, peanut or uh, M and M's, all that good stuff. Wait, oatmeal. I'm the only one that likes oatmeal cookies in the house. Got nine people watching. We only got three people in chat. What the fuck, guys? Eight people. One already dropped out. We just two oh seven. BX Gunner 81. Cheers to you guys. I am rolling one up. Thinking about taking a dab to start things off. Yes, the Goddess Grows was a great guest. Uh, yeah. Appreciate her taking the time. I appreciate even more. I appreciate getting to meet her husband as well. Mushrooms tomorrow. Uh, they may be a part of the 420. I think that, uh, oh shit, what'd I do? What'd I do? I do think they'll be a part of the 420 ceremony, that's for sure. Our episode 11 currently watching. I don't see 11 currently in chat, but cheers to you all. Get some music going here. Pause this video. 12 currently watching. Jason Eyestone, cheers to you as well. John, cheers to you. Thank you. I will be getting a hold of Jimmy. I started to just before the show, but I kind of got the show going this first. Cheers to you. Automation is freedom. Ah. You like you're a fellow oatmeal cookie enjoyer as well, huh? Please do us uh, good cookies. Jamie Reen, cheers to you as well. Nice to see you in chat. I think I am gonna take me a dab. See if I can get the dab, a dab, some type of dab music going here. Some type of dab too. Something to listen to anyway. Since it's just us currently. 
Oh man, growing with my Jack. How did you miss growing with my fellow growers? Episode one one one. Oh man, I caught a little bit of it earlier as I was driving around, but I didn't. I didn't realize it was such a lucky number for you guys. Cheers. Hopefully, it's a milestone. There will be a two 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 very soon, guys. Hopefully. All right, I'm good for dab music here. Let's just fucking go with the dab song. How about that, huh? Good old dab song. I can see how that's like fucking hard for me to fucking figure out, right? Go. I think we're gonna go with the original. Uh, I was gonna play the original dab song last night and say fuck it. Somehow I got distracted. Oh, now I think I'm muted. Right, but no one muted. Ain't playing anyway. And my TV's, my computer's been a butthead lately about replaying the music. Yeah, so you're supposed to be using that one. Okay, let's see if it plays. See if it plays. It's not playing. I'm in my headphones. No fucking dab song. Here we go. Red pill coming in. Red pill coming in. Gonna have to take my dad. No music. Here's Red Pill. What's going on? I can not much. I was trying to take a dab and line up the dab song, but for some reason. I don't know what the where the fuck it's playing. To be honest with you, which one were you going for? The traditional, the Tao, the German. I was going for it like uh, it would be version two. It's a rap the, song. The, no, it would be the the one that you're probably more interested or used to. But let me see. I heard this thing just beep beep beep. So hopefully. Uh, it picked up on the speaker, and I can change over to. The, I know the playoff is. Hey, didn't what the fuck is it? Oh, the old Tao Tao. No, no, and I'm gonna play it just because it's the wormhole. Fuck it, it's been a while since I've gotten that that copyright anyway, right? <laughs> No, it's this this here for those who haven't followed along. Yeah, let's see. Maybe hook up. Hook up. Uh, the, uh, it was uh, original. Offspring? Intermission? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was the original dead song. Right here, essentially. Let me see if I can get my Bluetooth. I don't I don't know what's going on it'll play sometimes oh so it's ah, connected oh, here we go so hopefully we can play
And it was shorter than any of the other dance songs, too. Did you play it? Should be playing now. Yeah, I don't hear nothing. Yeah, there you go. Oh, there it goes. This is where it's a dance song. Thank you. All right, I'm torching up then. Second one is so close that these guys steal the copyright every time the other one's played. If you even make that, uh, or you fucking, uh, yeah, if you make that noise during version two, Offspring steals the copyright. They're like, you played it. You played it. But a lot of times, Offspring will still try to take this version. It's a, that version's only 49 seconds. So. Hey, what's up, there? Rose, Danny Canesee, welcome. Peace. Cheers. So, what are you doing? Doing the dab song? Just missed. Just missed. Oh. Doesn't mean you can't dab into it, though. Right, yeah, I agree with Johnny. <laughs> oh. I'm going in. I didn't even dab during the dab song, so I'm going in. Yeah, I'm, I'm loading me up a nice, fresh piece of Gone Dog Mimosa. This is some Afghani like trip. At, what is it? Uh, just regular Afghani. Oh no, this is the Mendo breath. Mendo breath. Whatever it is, it, it's pretty good. I can't complain. Does anyone use these things anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I, I do when I'm when I'm uh, doing some plumbing when I'm sweating some pipes <laughs> flaring some stuff out yeah <laughs> yeah that's what I got mine for I was using that for a minute but uh, it got too hard to start so I went out and got me one of these little guys right here. Real simple, easy to light. Every time, almost. Eventually, I'm going to get me one of those arc lighters. That'll be a good thing. Yeah. I forget what I'm smoking on. I think this is the uh, the cherry punch. <laughs> I like these things. These are pretty cool. You know, Those car the carbs, the carbolators.
The far eight of the ten uh, Delumbiums are out there, Johnny. Just a couple laggers. Are they looking pretty strong? Yeah, they're definitely looking strong, man. Just from yesterday when I showed them to today, they've grown a fucking inch. I wow. uh, I need to transplant them tonight at some point before I wow, go to bed, in my opinion. Yeah, that's, that's quick. That's quick. <laughs> Yeah, mine was uh, Joel becoming Joel will be coming on for twenty uh, from oh, yeah? North Star. <laughs> so I'll get to uh, talk to him a little bit about the Columbia. So that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. I'd like to talk to him about these Cassidy's he gave me too. They're badass. He's got a very unique grow to them now. Yeah. Eagle, do you have a rough a rough estimate? Not so much on like when they're gonna pop in, but the amount of people you're gonna expect in 24 hours. Yeah, I, well, I know who will well some of the bigger people that are coming on. I'm scheduling in, you know, a time span. But as far as when everybody else is coming in, uh I'm kind of unsure on how that's going to work so far. Hopefully everybody will like just kind of keep a decent flow of when they come in and are, you know. You don't want to stall jump in with Mendo Dopes here? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, you know, last year it was a tight schedule. <laughs> It was a very tight schedule, but this year I've kind of left it a little bit more open to where uh, it'll be a little bit more community-based because things are more, more community-based here, too. Oh, and, yeah. and it would be crazy not to involve some of the regulars and past guests in general. You know what I mean? So Yeah, I only missed two hours of the first one. I had to pass out. <laughs> oh, that was going to make me ask. So are you going to start from tomorrow's, the end of tomorrow starting at 12.01, or are you going to start at 4.20 on 4.20? Well, the year prior, I did an episode, and then kind of wherever the episode uh, left off, that was the official start of the 420. But this year, I don't, I can't believe I didn't, I, I didn't schedule anybody because Monday is the normal wormhole, right? And and so that leads into 420. So there isn't a normal guest on there. So I didn't even schedule a guest. So it's. Instead of you know, usually the wormhole would pick up at two o'clock on Monday, mm -hmm. so I'm actually planning to go live tomorrow at twelve a.m., kicking mm -hmm. it off with the free for all at twelve. But the scheduled guests uh, don't start till the morning time. Lead up into the <clears throat> so like so in that case tomorrow I, I could hop in you know right at that time because I'll be awake. 
but then I'm probably yeah. gonna crash out at a normal time and then come back what? in during the day. What? You can't you can't do that on 420. That's not how this works. No doubling up, no double <laughs> dipping. No, Just wait, there's not this. gonna be I can't I can't oh, wake no, and bake man. on 420. Oh man. You gotta stay oh, up and bake. Yeah. You don't know how many the stats confirmed it all, man. You don't know how many people that were in chat, just like Johnny Kennedy, that were there all fucking day long, man. In chat. I couldn't believe the people that diehards that just you know the program the show was still new, but it didn't take much coaching to talk in a bunch of people to go, what? Smart <laughs> weed for 24 hours? Shit, I'm, yeah, I'm in with you, brother. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Damn. A lot of times awesome. that was fuel for me too, man, because I would fucking like start to get faded a little bit. I'd look at chat and I'd be like, holy shit, Johnny's still in chat. Holy cow, one shot still in chat. Oh my gosh. I can if they're still here, I can keep doing this. One shot. So, yeah. No, there was a it was drop shot. Drop shot um, is one that was here in the beginning. And uh <coughs> I haven't seen much of drop shot. Remember drop shot in the beginning, John? Yeah. He I was do. like one of the first ones to get a branch. And we mm -hmm. used actually he was the funny story because I, the relating to the name there kind of I thought was funny was the first time we had somebody come into chat that was like, you know, uh, a shitty chatter, you know what I mean? A troll drop shot fucking took him out right out right first first couple comments. He was like, Yeah, you're not welcome here. I was like, man, I'm glad I wrenched that guy. It's, you know, it's always, it's always funny because that always made me think, why did they make it a wrench? Shouldn't they have made it a hammer? Because you're hitting someone over, <laughs> over the head with that hammer, right? Kicking them out, bap, right? Yeah, that's or right. Maybe it's a wrench because they're just giving them a little attitude adjustment. A little time yeah, out, a little attitude yeah, just, adjustment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I gave a couple of guys a few chances and, and it didn't come out good. <laughs> Luckily, we don't get many of those. So no, we got a really good community here. I'm, I'm just, uh, we're blessed with that. They're all good family. Shit. I, I, I like this show. I mean, at first, like, because uh, I'm like an old school kind of guy. I didn't know about this shit. And then when I got on and I was like, is this real? Is this fucking real? Like, is this really going on? It's like, <laughs> I was like, this virtual fucking place is real. It's crazy, you know? And then uh, I didn't think it was real. I was like, is this fucking serious? Like, uh, and now I'm like, wow, this shit's fucking cool. Like, these guys are fucking solid, you know? Uh, shit. I used to get wasted and just fucking go on uh, everything and be like, what the fuck? And then now I'm like, this shit's rad. I'm glad I fucking fell into the, into the, into the algorithms of YouTube 
because that's really what led me to all this shit was literally algorithms on YouTube. Like, uh, well, thank you, YouTube. <clears throat> yeah, we do. It's we do. You're one of the lucky ones because usually yeah. YouTube tries to stop that. That's the whole reason that they have an algorithm. Back in the day, when it was a free for all, it was so easy to build communities based on whatever niche you fell into. Yeah. And now, you know, they make it so you can't even search people's, like I've had it with, I tried saying it with Eagle. I can't get it. When I wanted to go back and find Indra, I can't type the goddamn title word for word and pull up an Indra episode for whatever reason. It pulled up other people, but it didn't pull up. I could type it fucking talking shit with Eagle episode whatever you know uh, featuring indra and it didn't come up wow it was hidden for me wow and you're a michigander too aren't you i'm in wisconsin wisconsin that's close enough (laughs) you know it's very cross it's a hop skip and a jump Mm -hmm. whatever they say you know yeah good old lake michigan yeah so here's something funny Check this shit out. A little while back, I built myself a, a raised bed platform of four by five outside. You guys seeing that? And and I haven't filled it up yet. I, I, I don't have enough soil to fill it up yet. I didn't realize how much soil I was going to need. Yeah. So I'm taking my time with that. Um, but there was a bird that dropped down inside of it, a baby bird, and it couldn't get out. So I put water in there because it was in there for a couple of days. And, and I threw some pot seeds down in there so it could eat them, right? Well, it never ate them. And one day I finally just set up a crop so they could get out. Well, I've been watering that area, getting it ready for, you know, saturating the area so that it's ready for when I throw the dirt in, it'll be already nice and moist in that spot you know so i've been saturated well yesterday i walked outside and as i was walking by that thing there was there was 15 little plants growing in there (laughs) and just regular old sand that's out here in the desert (laughs) you know no news no nothing they just started growing like crazy they were like three inches tall i couldn't even believe it Huh. Well, sometimes you know, I mean that's how I usually start my stuff is just water only. Well, I mean I, I'm out in the desert, you know, so it's that's like funny. yeah, this soil out here is not growable. Yeah, it's just like at least I thought that. That's cool. Yeah. So that's pretty cool that it's it's able to. That just makes me want to grab some of that sand and introduce it into my uh, into my soil. My stepdad has told me for years, I mean, and he's not into it anymore. But back when he was younger, he told me, I mean, that he grew tree trunks, you know, size plants always. And uh, he said that he would mix sand if he could get sand, he would mix as much sand in there as he could because he thought that 
the Moroccan and the Afghani hashish shit was grown in sand. That's what he thought. And that's, you know, he was like, it's mostly sand, you know? <laughs> so that's what his mentality was. And I, I've heard, you know, a lot of green sand is good in there too, I guess too. But yeah, I mean, well, sandy, loomy, loomy, loomy and mixed with a high sandy content. Have and you, I'm just like, have wow. You seen my, have you seen this tech? That's beautiful. That is that's, beautiful. Yeah, I, I that's have just seen straight up sand. That's beautiful. Hey, that's that's beautiful. I like that. And and it roots up. I've had one hundred percent on this. <laughs> right now, I'm I'm trying the. Uh, these here are partially budded, so I'm going to see how they root up. I'm not seeing any deficiency in the leaves. Dude, they're alive. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, they look really good. And I keep them inside the dome with water down below here. Anytime I see this here start to get a little bit white on the top, I just put a little bit of water in there, just a tiny bit. Bam. And, uh, and it's all good. What were you saying? What's Red? the so, average? Root, what's the root time like on that, Johnny? Is it like a well, week? Well, the last time, last time I had it in 10 days, I'm going to check it and uh, ate this time to see. Uh, how it does, you know? Because if it's that healthy right there, it's got to be doing good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's that's just literally cutting it. I soaked it for four or five days in aloe water, and then I just stuck it straight into the sand. Oh, yeah. That's the only thing I've done to it as far as uh, putting anything in it. And that's just total sand, nothing on the bottom of that. Nothing on the bottom. Hey, are you, picky? are you picky with your aloe water? My aloe water? Yeah. Well, I, I just snap off a leaf off of my plant, throw it in okay. the water and mix it. Okay, yeah, I either do that or I like to get this jug. Of, there's a jug of certain stuff I found that has no additives whatsoever. It's just 100% aloe. And it's yeah, in the good. I like I've that. got some of that. Yeah, I've got some of that. That's the yeah. kind of stuff that I drink normally. Yeah, yeah. You know, I get that from the health food store. Yep. Yeah. I got, that's expensive. Yeah, it does. I, I, so I can make my own aloe water. You know what I mean? I can make yeah. my own aloe water. I got yeah. RO water. Yeah. I can just whip that stuff up and then filter it, you know, if I wanted to. Yeah, or drink it yeah. with the with the meat in it, you know, with the uh, the chunks of it. It ain't gonna hurt. Me. It yeah, was a tough it's drink important. though. I tried some of it. It was a tough drink. You're Actually, I'm just I've gonna drank... go straight to aloe water and have a glass of that. And be like, yeah, this is the shit. It's kind of like well, the matcha. I saw. <laughs> I saw someone that they used. They did like what you know. They cut it apart. They. Uh, scooped it out let that whole like jello pad of the innards of it sit in a, they like, call that a, the meat yeah the meat of it yeah Inside. they let that sit in a pitcher of water for i don't know how much amount of time but then they poured it off to where they just captured the meat right and then they they discarded that water part and that like yellow sap you get i suppose i guess is what the unpleasantness of drinking it comes from so he i would separated think that would the be the chlorophyll yeah he was just showing a way how to make it taste better or you know make it better downable you know and it's well, yeah well eagle 
they've got to have some Mexican cantina type restaurant or not restaurants, but stores around there where you can buy uh, the meats and stuff like that from them. You know that they. Okay, well, if you have one of those, they actually have a location in there where you could buy mango flavored aloe water. Wow. Aloe juice. And that shit is. There's this place by me that has fucking banana leaves that's in a freezer and shit. Like it has like banana leaves, uh, the fresh hibiscus flowers. Um, I mean, they have all sorts of shit. They have like cow tongue, cow brains, all sorts of stuff like that. I mean, uh, dude, I, I never, I never seen no mango mixed with aloe vera, but they, oh, it's good. They have some Mexican markets out here by me. I don't know in Clio. I mean, they're all over Michigan, though. Really, Mex little Mexican markets. You'll see them, man. Yeah. Yeah, go in there. Look, look for them. They have they have containers that are like, dude, they're almost like two foot tall. Okay. Get a hold of. Yeah. Okay. They have mango, pineapple, a couple other flavors, strawberry. Oh, the Jumex, the Jumex. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, Jumex. that stuff's good, man. It's got yeah. chunks of yellow in. You know. What you're talking about? Stuff. Yeah. And yet, and not only that, when it's when you're out in the desert. It makes for a great source of, uh, it keeps you hydrated very well. Yeah, replenished. It keeps it very well hydrated is what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. So it's, it's good for that fact. You no, know, I was going to say with the growing in the sand, I saw, this is, I want, there's better resourced information that you can find all about this, but oops cable television, National Geographic, but they did a thing one time about like hashish and they were in uh, Lebanon and they were showing people growing in how it's called like the straight up Sahara, like just pure, like how almost like you're growing pure sand. And they almost had like an open top greenhouse where they made walls and they would like wall it off with like fabric, like canvas sheets or like uh, bed sheets basically to get the sand and all that to stop blowing around and getting stuck on the buds. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. So I know you I know you can't see chat there, Johnny, but uh Jamie Reams says I'm trying this explanation point. Thanks. Any sand not to put in? And so okay, is there, if you want to what, what do you, you wanna... suggest for some base? Okay. This sand is where I got it was from Home Depot. And it comes in a clear plastic bag and it says quickcrete on it and it says washed sand. You might have to ask for it because they might have it in a specific location. But normally it's back in the construction section where you're going to find your concrete and your sands. You know, it's going to be right next to the play sand. It's been washed, so it doesn't have salts in it. So it's basically a clean sand. And there's, there's no nukes whatsoever in it. Costs $5 for a 50 pound bag. I'm gonna start adding this stuff to my, uh, to my soil mix. 
you know, I just think it's just going to be an absolute positive thing. I and agree. This, sort, this tech that I got right here was from just a regular garden show that I watch. Um, I think it was Scott's Garden or something like that. Gardener Scott or something like that. And he had something on raised beds and I was watching that because I wanted to learn more about raised beds. And he said, and oh, if you want a really good cloning technique, this is what the trees, or the fruit tree companies use. This is a, uh, what did he call it? A tried, true, tested technique that has worked for years and years and years. And I said, well, shoot, if that's tried and true, and got to work on cannabis. Please. Dinkovich called and, it bare root, bare root cloning or trees. I, I don't know what, yeah, oh, that's probably what it's called. And it really works well. I mean, I got pics on my, uh, on my IG where I got a picture of it. And after, uh, I think it was 10 days, I had probably four inches of root that was hanging down from it lots of root too and it was fish boned it, it was really good looking root you know what i'm saying so it it works it's a positive thing you know? so uh oh, sorry so if if he tries it let me know if it works for him i'm no i know it's gonna i mean shoot i've got 100 percent on every one of my clones there's not even a it doesn't even look like my clones are starting to wilt die off leaves you know even the ones that i've got they look just as healthy you know as if i <coughs> never took them out of the or never cut them off the plant you know i've uh for, i've never gotten to experiment with it on my uh by myself or on my own but uh for years and years, I've been wanting to move towards air layering clones. What's that? Air layering is the way that they take uh, clones off of normal fruiting trees like avocados or, uh, what, you know, trees that take a long time to build fruit on. And so you basically just wrap something around that the plant can build roots off of, you know, the very same exact spot on a plant that you would take a clone. Basically, people have contraptions and it goes back. I almost want to even it's, say it's, it's a round a, ball and, it, and yeah. you put soil in it, you clamp it onto it. Yeah, I almost want to say it's even in marijuana, excuse me, marijuana. I, I've, I've been thinking about trying something of that nature in a small nature on a pot so plant. Basically, don't you have to do Peel back some of the skin, and then nope. yep. put a little bit of well, hormones on some cloth, and then a, that's a, not some what these guys plastic, and then tape it around there. I, no? I, I would go as far as just taking the, like I said, doing the exact same thing you would, the precautions you would do right before you cut a forty-five degree angle on a clone. If that's what you do, so you you take off a node, you know, chip, you know, clip, clip those uh, fan leaves and those smaller side branches. And then instead of cutting it right there for that clone, 
you would just wrap this, like I said, in marijuana botany. I think they even cited like old, old, super old ass references where they would make like clay balls and that clay ball would hold just like a pinch of dirt and just circling around that pinch of dirt around that where you would take a clone from ordinarily was enough for it to make it root through. And then you just so, cut that. Brett, so, have you seen have you seen the new techniques that they have with that now? Uh, they literally have plastic plastic balls. Yeah. Right? Got a hole uh -huh. on either end, depending on what size stock, what size plant yep. you're getting, we'll decide what size ball you get. Yep, and yep. They, they put soil on either side of it. Mm -hmm. Make it moist. Clamshell. They, clamp that sucker together close it off and they come back yeah. they don't even do anything to the uh to the stem they just so my whole off. thing with my whole thing with that would be the whole thing with starting a large amounts of seeds uh finding a place that'll do the sex testing right finding my males and females setting the males aside taking the earlier clone versions of those females flowering them out seeing if they're any good, flowering out the male ones and spraying them, you know, to reverse them to see if they're any good. So I just like the whole aspect of you got your mother plants and you got a clone. You're basically only doubling the amount of seeds that you started. So saying you're doing a 10 seed pheno hunt, you're only going to have 20 clones or, you know, you're going to have the 10 seedlings and then the 10 clones from those seedlings. You don't have to fuck around with having to take, you know, have multiple mom and dad plants basically and take clones from bunch and rooting them. And then you got the plant that you throw in a flower backed up with like three clones of every single phenotype. And then your plant count numbers out of control just seems a better way to do it. Also, because you can do that, you can air layer it and then you have less of a veg time because you don't have to, have to take like a four or five inch, you know, tall cutting. You can do it with a, a huge ass plant that you mothered out and take like a two foot tall or two foot, you know, long at that point. Uh, yes. Air layered clone. Right? Exactly. You can, you can take a long, a long branch and just clone that sucker instead of even waiting for it to be cloned. Yeah. You wrap that sucker on there. It starts cloning on its own. It roots out. Yes. Have you guys seen that product? That's like you, you put like a, a ball around the branch as it's growing. Like say this is the plant and say this is a branch. You put a ball around it that's like it. soil. And it, and it starts growing roots and then you cut it off. And it's like a perfect fucking, uh, you know, root cutting. It's great. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy how the, how the plants actually react to moisture. If you keep a nice thick piece of duct tape Actually, when you break something, if you notice, when it starts growing its knuckle, it, it like when it grows its freaking knuckle back, it's just crazy. If you ever had to break something on accident and you had to use duct tape, like if you're using oh, yeah. duct tape, man, the knuckle that grows back on the plant is just huge. It's like ginormous, you know, it's way bigger than just like tying it up with something or, you know. You know uh, why that is? Because the duct tape cuts that airflow off, and the air is going to kill it. 
Just like when you got a crazy scar, huh? You know? Yeah. It's crazy how that works. And then after that, man, it just goes crazy trying to fix itself. Oh, man, it's it's awesome. I love seeing big knuckles. Yeah, those are awesome. It's better at regenerating itself than we are because you <laughs> cut a finger off, you're not just duct taping that to solve it. Yeah, sometimes I do. I have. Okay. <laughs> I, I have done that uh, too. <laughs> you can rejuvenate up to the cuticle. Did you know that, Red Bill? Actually, you know, I did because my 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 aunt and uncle are uh, meat market and caterer, uh, meat market owner and caterers and festival hall thing, but. My mom, numerous amount of times, would be there butchering, and she cut off the tips of her thumbs and fingers all the time. So, yeah. I, have, I have as well. I, just, I actually ran to the emergency price. with a fingertip one time, thinking they'd have to fucking put a couple of stitches to put it back on there. Like, nah. There's enough of it here to grow back. And I'm like looking at him like, what? You're, uh, it's this finger right here. You can, can you see just from that far back, the, uh, the difference in the, the tone there, how uh, at the tip there, it's like, uh, like a, like yellowish to white almost. Yeah. It's, it's still that, that part has been rejuvenated from, I actually cut that fucker off with a utility knife. Just <laughs> wow, took the top of it right off. They were like, yeah, you didn't, as long as you don't cut into that white part there, you'll rejuvenate anything after that. And I'm like, no shit. And I'll be damned. It grew back. The nail grew back. It's numb as shit, but it's, it's functionally there. I bump it on shit all the time, but yeah, it's, it's functionally there. I can't feel nothing, but it grew back. I broke my toes so many times. I bump it on, I, I always hit it on shit. I don't, I lost my perception of like, uh, like walking, you know, because especially barefoot, I'll just like stub my toe, my pinky toe or my big toe on anything. And I've, I've broke them so many times. It's crazy. So your toes are like the people in like New Orleans or Florida that get their house destroyed by hurricanes every year. And they're like, fuck it. We're staying. ET phone home shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> me and my girlfriend were talking about making a because uh, we listen to this it's uh dave and chuck the freak 101 <laughs> on the riff here in detroit and uh they fucking they talk about uh these internet fucking uh internet sex people it's hilarious and me and my girlfriend are like damn my feet are so fucked up people would probably pay a thousand dollars to just you know see me stepping on watermelons <laughs> You know what I mean? Because she said they they say the more fucked up your feet are, the more money you make. And I was just like, oh my god, that's fucking crazy. I'd I'd make a billion dollars. I swear to God. I got a fucking what, home. What made, state is this? What country? Michigan, USA. <laughs> they even cut the freak. You gotta listen to these guys. They're hilarious, man. I'm telling you, they're they're probably gonna get some kind of lawsuit though. I swear. Knock on wood, I hope they know, you know, but I'm not going to say why, obviously, if I hope they don't. Stepping on too many toes, right? Stepping on too many toes, they do? Yeah, dude, they do, they do, yeah. They fuck with Florida a lot, you know? They make fun of Florida. 
because like a lot of funny shit happens in Florida. I don't know. Yeah, there for a while I I saw I, I saw a thing where it had a thing where they said the the Florida Man episode, and they would always have somebody down there doing something crazy. They had a guy that was completely drunk driving his uh, his uh, um, riding lawnmower. He had to go to the store and get some beer, and he says, "Well, I can't drive my car, so I drove my lawnmower." <laughs> Did he bring his alligator? <laughs> I don't think he brought his alligator, but he he was he. I think he had an accident too. <laughs> oh damn, that sucks. He might have flipped it over or something, you know. Yeah, driving a little bit crazy. Well, thank God it doesn't snow down there or some fucked up shit would happen. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of fucked up yeah, shit. Yeah, there's people like that. In every, there's people like that in every state. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just who catches them, you know? I, I knew guess. a couple of people like that in Oregon. Where at? In Oregon. Oh, I love Oregon, man. That place is great. Yeah. Hey, we got some good country boys out there. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I uh, stayed out in like Cottage Grove for a little while. And uh, in like the Umqua National Forest, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. And uh, I met some pretty cool creatures out there, dude. There's some good people, though. For sure, they had, at least they didn't, uh, you know, attack me at all first, and then ask questions. I like that about them. You know, that was pretty cool. They they could have, you know, the way that it's set up out there, nobody's around, so anything could have happened to me. But they didn't. They talked to me first, and then we actually ended up, you know, talking the shit. So. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of good people out there. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. There's some pretty cool houses out in the middle of nowhere out there that I've, I, I, they've made me change my perception on how I would like to have a house, you know? Like, oh, shit. I could build my own house out of, like, big pebble stone myself and fucking make it geothermal. You know what I mean? Like build it halfway into the ground just by, I seen some pretty cool houses out there, man, that were like, whoa, got to change my fucking perspective now, you know? Yeah, I grew up in Coos Bay, Oregon. And back in the 70s, when I was in, the, in school, one of my best friends, I went out to his house and they had a cabin out in the middle of the woods up on a mountain and had no running water, had an outhouse. And it was, it was the coolest looking house I'd ever seen. The way they built it, it was just a badass log cabin, you know, huge loft. It was just, it was massive, had a, an awesome kitchen, it, you know, they didn't have any modern features of any sorts, but it was just, uh, it looked like good living to me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. At, at least you had a garden out there. 
That's how they I were self, Yeah, they were completely self-sufficient. They had a garden. They had a well, you know, so there was yeah. no issues. You know, uh, a lot of the non-cannabis-related videos I watch on YouTube, I'm obsessed with log cabins. Yeah. So. You, you've been, have you, the, the, the chumming and the, uh, what's it called? The, uh, the, do you like the saddle style? <coughs> saddle style with no, um, well, minimal like iron and steel, or do you like the modern style log cabins? The like entire log frame thing. Right. Every bit I'm of notch. A notch style, yeah, right? Uh, notch, saddle notch, yeah, saddle notch, yeah. I, see. I, I watch these uh, Amish log cabin builders. Yeah. Metal Lark Log Homes. Look them up on YouTube. That, yeah. That's who the top of my list is. When I get to, if I get to build a, or, you know, have someone build a log home, that's who I'm going to. That's sweet, dude. That would be, I would love to, see, I would love to do some shit like that. We're talking about getting some little trailer on the middle of some property in the middle of nowhere so we can start doing shit like that. Because, I mean, that's all I want to do is build shit and fuck around. You know? <laughs> Sounds like it's sure up here by me, Gus. It's up yeah. here by me, man. There's yeah, a lot man. of land that's still very barren that you can pick up. I know there's, there's a lot of land that Weekenders by that you they put up come on put it like a small cabin on on a decent size chunk of land and let go or forgot about let go <laughs> that you can pick up fairly cheap and yeah. then you get a lot of like Amish folks and just people that yeah. uh, mill lumber so you can pick up you know rough yeah. rough milled lumber fairly cheap that's in five quarter that yeah. if you've got a nice planer. Are willing to do a little hand planning, and that stuff's beautiful. Shit, you would pay yeah, downstate. Same shit yeah. downstate you pay these dollar for. Yeah. These yeah. Amish built log cabins, man, I'm so impressed with. Especially, and I've only been following these people for a year. In the past year, <laughs> their business is uh, times three hundred percent. They used to have. I started following like a six to eight month. Uh, waiting period before they get to you. Their, their, their building period is actually more like two to three weeks up to two months, depending on how big your thing is. They're like busy worker bees getting Dude, shit they, done. They are machines and they're, you know, they're the most respectful. And at the same time, if they want to choose not to be respectful, mm -hmm. they know there's, well, okay, mm -hmm. let me, let me give you a little background here. My brother lives on, uh, well, used to live on the uh, border of like Indiana, Michigan. Okay. And there's like a lot of Mennonite and uh, Amish communities over there. And lo and behold, he befriended a lot of them. And uh, like my experience, I got to meet these guys and their family. And it was, it was really cool. You know, they, uh, they were making they were making fucking grape juice at the time. 
and their kids like nasty ass feet were fucking smashing this shit dude and i was just <laughs> i was just like oh man he's like you want some grape juice and i was like yeah you know <laughs> fucking hunked it down i'm like hmm that shit was that's, good though. I'm that's the cure to COVID. You didn't get COVID <laughs> last year, did you? Oh no, no, that exactly. shit was amazing. But check this out though. Um that's how the Italians do it, man. He spoke Gaelic. He spoke Gaelic to his kids to come over and introduce themselves. And he gave them the opportunity. He was like, Do you want to say hello to this guy? This you know. The Englishman. And like two of them said no, and two of them said no. You know, I'm I'm so and so. I forgot their names, but I was just like, wow, they run this shit crazily. It's crazy, and the the machines, the machines, are just big tools that like people and horses use. You know what I mean? It's it's amazing. It's pretty cool. I mean, I don't know. They're ingenious. Yeah, these are oh. these. This, the people that I watch, they, they like I said, a year ago when I started following, previous to all the bullshit, it was like six to eight month period. And now they're on an 18-month waiting period. That, so their business just basically tripped. Okay. There's a lot of people wanting to get out of the cities. Yeah. Man. Get you a log cabin out in the woods. They're out in uh, Montana, and Montana's medical, too. So I always thought about it and I went, I've visited, I've been out all different parts West, you know, to Yellowstone and uh, Mount Rushmore and yeah. all, the, all there and in between. And I really like that area. I, I want my- Montana's got some great rivers. Yeah, dude, it's really nice. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. I could do me fishing up there. Oh man. I've been thinking and I about really feed my plant with the guts. <laughs> hey, uh, I was I think I've asked this before, but does anyone from uh, Earthbox or Sips uh, experience do you know if you can in- incorporate aquaponics with Sips? Can you basically I use that- <laughs> hang out a second? Hey, Gus. Yeah. Hey, man, if you're going to move that phone, man, you got to mute it. <laughs> no, we're good. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Okay, go when, ahead. Right. When you, uh, when, can you grow with aquaponics and sips? Is there anyone that, anyone knows that's doing that already? Like an earth box uh, or any type of I sips container that's using. I wouldn't drugs. see why not. It's still going to have the minerals in the food. Right? Oh, fuck. I'm always worried if there's overkill. You know, is that an over instead of doing it too well, much? When my neighbor washes out his 80 gallon or 100 gallon tank that he's got over there, I always go over there and help him out with his procedure so that I can collect all that poo. And I put it into containers with, uh, I, I cut it 50 50. Or no, not 50-50. I put about that much down at the bottom of each one of my one gallons. Mm-hmm. And then I fill it up with RO the rest of the way. And that's what I, I use a lot of the time for an extra additive in my uh, in my veg area. 
when it comes to the aquaponics and the sip totes thing, mm-hmm. I think the, the closest thing that you can get to like success with that would be like the dual root zone kind of technique, you know? What's, what's that dual root zone? Dual root zone is when you take, okay, let's essentially say we have the sip tote, right? And at the bottom of the sip tote, there's big, huge rocks and then smaller rocks and then some sand. And then we have our soil layer basically, right? Right. Underneath that, right, we have our water cache. But underneath, let's say we have a fish tank underneath that, okay? And this is on top of that. Mm-hmm. So basically, you figure out um, before you even, whatever container that you're using to put into your aquaponic, how do I, hold on, how do I? Like like a a flood and drain. Instead of having a um, flood table on top of, you know, you have a section. Here, 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 here. And the aquarium on bottom, and you have a tank that will fill up that SIPS container. Okay. You have basically recirculating uh, aquaponics set up to refill that. So, right. So, what I'm saying is um, your level where the rocks are, like underneath here, right? where those big rocks are, that's where you have your water level, right? To where it barely, you don't want it even, I don't think you really want it to touch your soil at all, okay? And you're going to want to figure out how much water your soil capacity has before it drips out. You don't want, you don't want any of this to leak into the fish tank at all, you know? And you want... What you want is to take the the good stuff, obviously. So, you know. That'd be cool if, like I said, if you could make like a, a stacked, like, you know, a normal, like say four by four flood table. Dude, I'm talking, yeah, that's sweet, dude. I'm, Put, yeah. You double stack it so that flood table is still getting flooded, right? And then it's got maybe, I don't know how the uh, setup would be with, if we're doing it with pumps, if you still have to do it, like from like an earth box setup and you have a, I don't know what you, what the technical term of it, but the up tube, you know, that, that you're looking down into to see what your water level okay. is, right? That's yeah. replaced by your pumps. So you have a stand or a, 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 a what do you want to call it? A shelf that holds this flood table right so underneath there's space underneath you have space for the aquarium or the where the plants or uh, the, sorry the fish are habitating that's where your pump is so that pump you know fills this drain table that directly sitting up above it is whatever you want to call it netted pots with whatever medium in it like you're saying a rocky layer on the bottom with super soil on top right yeah so it's constantly, it's just like a hydro setup, just like flood and drain. I think it would be important to have a side business to use the fish waste because you're otherwise you're, you're going to be, you, you're probably going to be cleaning a lot out of your biofilters. Mm-hmm. And if you're not having a fish waste business, then it's not really worth doing all that. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. 
because then you're just like even with doing it with this unless you're doing it like at a hobby status you have to like accumulate for the the waste because there's going to be a lot of waste that you're not going to have to use you know what i mean that's that's very valuable i don't know in my eyes i don't know maybe in that case then uh, depending on like how what how technical of a setup and that's the whole thing of like definitely running biologicals through uh pumps yeah it's gonna become a problem but ideally to make it stretch further then that means you can make one tank service let's say three to four different tables right 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 yeah i, I see what you're saying and that makes more sense so you just yeah so i mean yeah wherever you can, this is just a little tobacco plant I wanted to show you. It's a cutting of a tobacco plant, you know? Nice. And it's it's got roots on it, hold on. Mm -hmm. I hope, if you can see them. I don't know if I'm doing a good job. Yeah, I see them sticking out there on the side, yeah. Yeah, anyway, it's pretty easy to, uproot some clones of tobacco too that was just a little side experiment because i i was like man you know i have all these seeds but hold on i'm gonna have to mute myself for a second so you guys go ahead <laughs> okay he's gonna move his phone that's cool <laughs> <clears throat> the damn zoom etiquette <laughs> yeah i i took down uh i took two took down it's two yesterday. speaking of zoom etiquette it's gonna have to be on point for 420 the, the one, oh yeah one thing i will be asking you know especially with some of the you know bigger folks coming on that the zoom etiquette be on point 420 on point in respect yeah, I understand best behavior yeah. well it's just uh, it's make a, sure you if you're going to do anything hit the mic or you know hit the mute so that you're if you're not like speaking it. yeah, it's, it's, you know? it's on on our end it's <laughs> it, it's a consideration that's totally on the viewers end and it's on a production yeah. Yeah, I, I totally uh, will yeah. back up anything to make sure everybody has a good time. I'm sorry. But dude, oh, no, no, that's cool. I like that idea. Now that you say multiple tables, I'm like, okay, now we're getting somewhere. That makes more sense. You know, that's... And even then, huh, you could add in the dual root zone even then. Because See, where I get a lot of this idea is... I haven't talked to him in a long time. Haven't even seen him pop up in any type of chat that I've been in. But if Canadian Jay so happens to be watching, he'll know exactly who I'm talking about and maybe help me connect with him and get him for a prospect on Eagle's show. Okay. Uh, he's, he's, he's done he's 300. He's been here many a time. He's a frequent of this. Yeah, he's a frequent of this, Jay. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's, he's on the shout-outs list. Yeah, if if I don't know if he's I haven't seen his I haven't seen him pop up in the chat. So that's all I'm saying. If he's just sitting there watching, 
Well, I'll throw out my uh, email here and there, but uh, I I deleted my Instagram and shit. Like, I'm about to, I want to, like, do another little uh, travel cleanse thing, get off everything for a while, get away from the phone and everything for a minute, you know, but I do that here and there, but, uh, and here I am on the YouTube thing, but you know what I'm saying? Like I'm about to go on a little thing. And, uh, so I just have an email that I'll probably, you know, I'll, 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 cause, uh, my whole plan is to go places that I can't access anything. And then uh, I basically go to like a Walmart or a Starbucks that's like 50 or 100 miles away from there, you know, and then um, I'll get my supplies and then I'll go fuck around for a week, you know, out in the middle of fucking nowhere and uh, go back, get more supplies, do that until I have nothing else to fucking stand for. And I'm so irritated with it that I have to come back to society and I'm thankful for it again. Because it, the whole thing is I'm just sick of society right now. It's just it disgusts me. So I'm like, I got to get the fuck out of here. Go into the woods a little bit. Get my cleanse, you know, and then so that way I, I can be like, oh, man, I'm thankful for society. I'm thankful for people again. You know, you guys are, you guys are cool as fuck. I'm glad you guys exist, you know, like the weed community and you people in general. I've been watching you guys. You guys are cool as fuck, man. But, uh, yeah, it's like, fuck, growing and doing shit. Where I'm at is like, for me. (laughs) So, me. Are you ready? Huh? Are you at the place? Yeah, and me and my girl are like, we're we've been looking for a place for a while, I guess, and I don't know. I just like gotta get one more good travel experience in before we get down to it, I guess. But you know. Yeah. I got all these seeds I made that I'm planning on uh, doing future breeding projects with that I'm excited for. Yeah. What kind of combinations you got there? Well, I love Gorilla Blue. I always have. <clears throat> so um, I found this one that I like. It's Glue Sniffer from the Mendo 2020. And I'm like, it stacks up pretty good. It, but it has this like very old school that I remember, you know, when it first came out, shit. Like, I was like, wow, that brought me back. It was cool. And uh, so I hit that. I found a good mail and I hit that. And I had like, so I out of 50, I only had 50 seats, you know, because I ain't got doing that much. I don't have that much or whatever. And, uh, I had that. I found a male and I wanted uh, 
two females of this boom bat from Soul Rebel. It was a tester that my buddy got, and uh, I was like, "Fuck it." He 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 couldn't do it, and I was like, "I'll I'll do it." And I'm like, you know, I'm not gonna ever sell this shit or try to put my name on anything. Maybe you know, who knows if it's good and it's like pure fucking fire. Then yeah, I might one day, but probably not, dude. I just want to hang hang hand out and fucking. Chill, but yeah, but your combinations. Um, what made you decide to slap the two different ones together? Okay, so okay, I got, I got, I got several different ones. Okay, so this uh, the Cherry Garcia, my my favorite one. From I'm just Cherry- trying, I'm just trying to pick out how you came oh, about. No, I got you. I'm gonna get there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's oh, what yeah. I'm looking. Okay, so so with the Cherry Garcia, um, I was on here. That's how I got on the wormhole. But with the Cherry Garcia thing, my buddy, one of my buddies, got off of the the bad bad, uh, doing. Uh, I, I I basically locked him in my apartment and fucking had him smoke uh, black cherry soda from TGA. You know, best. It was black and it tasted like fucking black cherry soda, and it was amazing and it put you out. You know, it was good fucking shit. And a lot of it hermied out. And uh, I got a lot of it for free, you know, because I was I was homies with somebody, you know, yada, yada. And fucking uh, I locked him in my apartment and I had him smoke fucking Bob Marley's for like two weeks, dude. And he got off heroin. And I've been looking for that shit. I got I've been looking for fucking I've been looking for that shit ever since, dude. And uh Somebody stole my seeds. Black cherry soda didn't necessarily have a problem herming. It had a problem yeah. auto. It had an auto flower trait. Really? If you veg it for too long, yeah, it wanted to take off and start flowering. That's oh and wow. Even so, with the clones, it was tough to find that sweet spot to clone it as well. I just wanted to throw that in. I'm still listening. I'm just working Dude. in the background. Yeah, that's, that's so good to know. No, that's so good to know because these uh, the cherry Garcia, right? So it has uh, this black cherry soda soda lineage, and I was like, man, I gotta find one that's like that. Well, I got this one that the bud turns purple before the leaves do. In a way, you know what I mean. So I'm that, like, that's cool. I like that. I'm like, that's the one that I want because that was the black cherry soda that I had with the most licorice soda. Like it was like straight up Coca-Cola slapped with black cherries. It was perfect. You know, I had had a, I had something like that, that I called, I I cracked it open and I told my buddy, this could have been scripted. He came up with a perfect response for what I, my indication of it was, and I'm like, smell this and i'm like this either to me smells like something like uh cherry uh coca-cola or dr pepper and then he smelled it and he was like 23 terps because you know dr. Oh my Pepper's god. thing is the, the 23 oh flavors or whatever it's like it's 23 yeah. terps and that was actually uh ironically it didn't have black cherry soda in it it was uh, a space queen heavy pheno of third dimension Oh man, 
and it was a very cherry, very oh, cherry, if you know it. I, that's something that got passed up. Ironically, in that round of seeds or uh, that round of seeds that I sprouted, I grew out the third dimension and I grew out Bubba Love from Alpha Chronic Genetics. And uh, I grew out that Bubba Love because people back in the day were obsessed with uh, one growth in particular of Bubba Kush that I did. And from that point on, people were always like, when are you going to grow Bubba Kush again, Bubba Kush? So I, at some point, I figured I had to get a new Bubba Kush line or, you know, seeds to grow again that people yeah. like. So my intentions, and I did make them, those were seeds that I got taken in the, in the bus that I got in. But I made Bubba Kush or Bubba Love F2 seeds, right? And I thought like, man, I grew them at the same exact time. And I didn't know it at the time, how good this pheno of third dimension was going to be like. But I, I separated that male and the particular female I used for that F2 line out of the tent that I had the rest of the bubble love females in with the third dimension uh, females because I only sprouted two out of a 10 pack of third dimension. And actually that's why I brought this up because the very first seed release of uh, plush berry and ace of spades on attitude from Subcool came with a promo. And if you were the first hundred people to order either uh, plush berry or black cherry soda, you would get a free pack of Kush the, or Kush, you know, the Q-U-S-H, the uh, Space Queen crossed to Bubba Kush. And then it dropped off at that point if you weren't in the first hundred. And then if you ordered Bubba Kush or a uh, plush berry or Ace of Spades, you so would did get you get it. No, I didn't get the Kush, but I got the third dimension. That's where those seeds came from. So like after plush berry too? Huh? Did you do plush berry too? Yeah, that's I mean, I got the very first seed release of plush berry and ace of spades because this and I've talked about this numerous times, but that's that amazing. was when I got obsessed with uh pink. I like subcool show off those pink uh the pink black cherry soda that he originally got the clone. Oh, wow. wow. And my intentions were to find a pink phenotype. For some reason, the vibrance of pink came across more in the plush berry. And the ace of spades got more purple magenta. My intentions were to grow both of those seeds out, the five pack of plush berry that I got, the five pack ace of spades that I got, find the most black cherry soda dominant phenotype that I could find out of both of those and then cross those together. Dude. But those seeds got confiscated. What is that? I can't see it. Can't see it, Eagle. You're going to have to tell us what it is. There's some, uh, I I have the original gray packs too, but these are the pink packs. Uh, This is uh, plus berry. Yep, that'd be it right there. An ace of spades. This is cheesequake. Yep, I had that one too. Oh, I love that stuff. That stuff's amazing. And as far as that era goes, uh, yeah. Apollo. Purple Apollo. 
I have Void. back in the third dimension too. Yeah. Purple pile. Yep, yep. The void. That one's good too. Underestimated. There's a few underestimated ones out there. <laughs> I love the purple Apollo and third dimension. I had a good experience. What about um, the vortex? That stuff. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That, that literally is my all time. That's the reason we're communicating, all of us right now, is because I smoked vortex in 2009. I heard you guys talking about it, but I like. Oh my God, 2009. Okay, dude. That was a long time ago and and, and whatever uh, relation to where we're at now. Not long time in age of Bro, Grand okay. Canyon being. Back there. then, no, but back then there was Michigan stuff that was happening, okay? And there was a specific family and people that are badass, good-ass motherfuckers that had this strain from Hawaii called Kona Gold. And it was... Oh, that's good stuff. Oh, man, Kona Gold. And I guess they had it around. They had it for for like 20 generations or some shit. Yeah. 30 generations, like Mm -hmm. crazy. And the way they grew, the style that they grew was totally like kind of like bonsai straight up just a stalk and fucking trees you know what i'm saying budge straight stalk and tree just just bud stalks everywhere they constantly clip to make it make it long make it long make it long they keep certain ones to bring draw those out and then they push those out you know what i mean yeah, my uncle, he's uh, like uh, Vietnam era type uh, age veteran. And he was out in Hawaii. And the strain, or I don't know, you want to call it strain at the time, but variety that was around at that time was puna butter. Mm-hmm. I heard a few people reference oh, it yeah. before, but he was all about the puna butter. He's like, you get seeds of that. That's oh. what you want. That's great. Yeah, I, yeah, that's- I had a um, in high school. There was a a family of Samoans that uh, were part of the football team, and it was really cool because every once in a while, their brother Lonnie Mu would come back from Hawaii, and he would always bring back some really good stuff. And and we smoked Kona Gold. We smoked uh, Maui Waui. Oh man! And there was a couple. There was a couple. There was a couple other that he had that was just out of this world good. And I I don't remember what the names were. What about? But what what was name that you called it? That that sidekick name of it? You said your dad said that the locals called it Puna Butter. No, but there was another name you said. They either said Puna Butter or they said. Did I say it? You said that. Was yeah, that you said that earlier. Am I skipping? It was like a nickname for what. I'm trying to think of what he said. Yeah, I can't. It started with That slipped my mind now. Oh, man. Uh, um, uh, what dude. about Nebula? Nebula and Brainstorm. I haven't had brainstorm, but Nebula have great uh, 
memory too. It was uh, in a period of time. Nebula when, sounds like it's out of this world. It is. <laughs> it was. Uh, this was maybe between 2005 to 2007. Apollo, either, Apollo, Nebula, and Apollo were both out of this world. I always came away with a conclusion that if it had a space name, I would have ha had to have liked it. And it yeah. had to be with because of those Apollos and Nebula strains. Yeah. But Nebula had a, uh, there's a, what you would call it, a um, uh, passing of the times, uh, you know, a way to recognize when we were in high school when summer vacation was at the very last end and then school year starts again. Mm -hmm. And that was uh, <laughs> a festival. Not, I was just about to say it, but I don't, I don't want to say it because it's too close to home. But anyways, it's, it's a festival that starts, that's right before uh, school starts at the very end of summer break. And uh, it has all- Party types, time festival. Yeah, it's the last, very last weekend of party. And it started off yeah. with this festival and everyone to go there. Their, their parents and these kids would go there. Their parents would all drift away, go off in the parent drunken land. And us kids, we would go. And in this particular time, we had uh, this nebula. And not to say any bit more, but it's a church type festival, right? And we're smoking this, the shit out of this nebula. Like every five minutes, we'd go to the safe spot where we had a little bit of, you know, zone where we could smoke, smoke yeah. the nebula, come back into the festival and ride that Gravitron ride, you know, where you just sit on the back and it spins you around and you just sit and there's spinning. And then we'd get off and do the same thing again, go in hot box, my buddy's car with that nebula, do the same oh, thing. Man. And that That's was the big that was the beginning of the night and the end of the night went to a crazy it happened to be my buddy's this is high school party days it happened to be my buddy's birthday and his mom or whatever let him have like a whole two-story like one of those old forrest gump looking houses you know the forrest gump house with a big old front porch and did yeah, bro, yeah 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 it was like one of those style houses and uh, his, it was his 18th birthday and his mom let him have like a huge high school party in one of those houses and we went there after and uh, there's a whole bunch of other kids that had uh, basically Mexican brick weed and I was the only one with like actual really good weed Mate, and you just sound like, like one of the cats that I was hanging around that sounds like some shit that I went through or something I swear oh, to God, that's funny. I love it dude that's it, it, it was the tail end of the night I don't want to give too much away. We, we, we That's funny. It got out of control and it was like a free for all to where we knew like the cops were going to get called at some point. Yeah, five on it. Do you remember those days everybody asked for $5 to hit a joint? It was like, what the fuck, dude? I, I never was that guy. I was just to let you know, I was always that fucking guy that was like, yeah, um, I got an ounce. I got like five, <laughs> I got five XL Phillies let's fill them up and let's smoke <laughs> you know what i mean uh, like, I, I was always the, they would always treat it like a cigarette and bum the roach they'd be like hey uh, you want to shirt me on that roach or whatever <laughs> yeah. the roaches they always crawling around the walls and shit you know 
there was there was another time where I got I went to uh, um, Ari Shafir, the comedian. I went up to a stand-up thing in Milwaukee that he had going on, and oh, and <laughs> Me and my buddy, uh, we went up there and he uh, he came up and he was like, because he, he does Twitter and I, I don't, I still don't at this time. He did it back then. And he's like, oh, Ari Shafir, he said, I just landed in Milwaukee. Someone bring weed. And I'm like, we can be those guys. And then this is back when I said I was full blown back here where I'm at now before I moved to Colorado, before I got busted. And in particular, I had some uh, Slee Stack OG, which is DNA Slee Stack to uh, their OG 18. And I oh, had GTA uh, Flav. I had the Flav. So I wonder where they came up with that name, Slee Stack. <laughs> well, speaking of origin of the names, that's what I explained to Ari Shafir is I actually brought him both of them. I gave him a nug of the OG because he came to Milwaukee from California and I told him you're used to OG here. There's something for you for later. And then the smoke sesh was with the flame. And I explained that it's convenient and, uh, uh, you know, synchronicity that I brought this up here because at least how I remember Subcool said that the name of the flame came because they're trying to come up with the name for that particular strain, which is, a. uh, Space Queen to Romulan Backcross. They're trying to come up with a, a name of the strain. Okay. And all they could come up with is how good of the flavor it had. But what was on the TV during the smoke sesh that they're watching happened to be the Comedy Central roast of Flavor Flav. So they're like, oh, this is really good tasting weed. The show right now, Flavor Flav, let's call it the Flav. Right. So at least. That's okay. I remember subquote at least yeah. that that name got derived from that. So I was just thinking, you took the the comedian up with the nug, right? Yeah. Did he hit you up afterwards, like on the Samsung? <laughs> no, but he did. He did. He did autograph uh, the grinder. He had merch in front oh, of the grinder. Yeah. And he autographed the grinder and said, you know, a little personalized message said, thanks for the weed. Dude, I was thinking, dude. I could show that to you. I don't know where that is. He would probably be funny. You know, it's funnier. I don't know. (laughs) It's either in my storage locker right now uh, out in Colorado or I have to dig it up somewhere out here. But I still have that grinder that he gave me. That's right. Show and tell it at some point. I drink, I've been drinking on this tea, guys, and I got the giggles. I'm sorry. Uh, I made uh, some tea that has uh, some cannabis sugar in it, you know. Hang on a sec, Gus. Hang on a sec, Gus. Hey, Eagle, just want to let you know I think somebody wants to get in. Johnny, but he's he's in otherwise you wouldn't be able to see him yeah. <laughs> he just oh, hasn't okay. wired up his camera yet yeah oh, okay. okay i didn't understand that i didn't understand that yeah can you guys hear me right now yeah yeah we can hear you, hear you. Yeah, we just can't see you brother yeah so right this second i'm just using my the camera from my pc i used my phone last time on the interview so i've been trying to figure it out on my pc 
So that's where we're at. So you guys oh. keep bullshitting. Yeah, and I'm getting there. I'm trying okay, to figure, okay. Yeah, I'm trying to figure it all out still. But hold right on, man. All right. Shoot, Gus, go ahead, man. Oh, there you are. I see you there. My bad. My bad. My bad. My uh my girlfriend woke up. She's like cleaning. She wakes up and cleans up everything. Like I don't just that's just I need one of those. It's great. Yeah. What else did I ask for? Exactly, right. So anyway, I forgot what I was even talking about. You know what I mean? The, the squirrel got us. That's okay. Yeah, it's a tiny squirrel. Sorry. Just don't let him. No. Just don't let him chew under nuts, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. What's up, normal? Yeah, I'm, so I'm kind of watching just the audio right now because I'm curious if you guys can hear yourself through my audio, and I think it's muting you guys out, so. You're just hearing me right now and not hearing yourselves echo, then things are working out well. Yeah, everything's working good. We can see you, we can hear you, there's no feedback. Yeah. Perfect. Awesome. Very good. Right on, man. It's my there's a little bit of delay I can see with a little bit of everybody in general, but I think that's just kind of how it goes. Yeah. Appreciated your show the other day, man. That was a good show. Oh, no doubt, man. I've been going back through all your guys' stuff, man. I'm glad there's people still bullshitting about it, at least to a level. You know, I, I realize it's a new, it's a new level because everybody's in it. But it's the old information. Like, people are digging back and wanting to know what, what really happened or what's what. So, at least it's just not all going in one direction. Figure trying to still figure some of it out. Yeah, I know I've been lately, I've been reaching into the garden shows, the regular old garden stuff, and just watching what they have to offer for stuff. And that's how I came across the Santec, which I think is amazing. I think everybody should give that a check. You know? Dude, I, you know what? I think my brother, now that you say that, I think my brother, because my brother has always been saying, you know, try this, try that, you know. I think he said something about sand before, really. Um, yeah, but it's got to be clean. Yeah, using yeah. yeah, that could be tricky. Like green sand, or is he just, are we, are you just talking just sand in general? Just sand. Well, no, I, I got sand from Home Depot. It's, it's washed sand, so yeah, it's clean. Yeah, and, I, uh, I get it. I get 100% on my clones through doing it this way you know what the coolest thing i've seen this uh well i remade it but the, this guy willie Myko, dude eagle he would be sick to get on the show willie Myko, he's the, he's the fucking get him is that the same person that came out with the uh Myko jordan technique i'm not sure man i i'm not sure honestly man i i'm too fucking bipolar to fucking follow any of that shit but okay. uh um, but Willie Myko, he, I think he's at Willie Myko on Instagram. The guy, he's, he's, he's got a bunch of YouTube videos too. I mean, he's got a, he just has a good solid, what he does. I mean, and he travels too and collects spores and does a lot of cool shit. But, um, I think he does shit for the community. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but, uh, anyway, he made he made this tub. 
out of a tote that you hook up to a pressure cooker and you basically, I mean, it, it, it's a pasteurized, a pasteurizing machine, you know, you basically put some like bricks or cinder block on the bottom of this tub, you know, and um, you put a platform and then you put your soil in a bag or whatever you got in a carpenter bag, you know, uh, like at least an eight mil bag or, or six mil, I think it is, or something like that. And um, so it heats it up to a certain temp and it, and it pasteurizes the, the soil. Yeah, for a certain amount of time. Yeah, and it works, man. All you do is you just drill a hole in the top. You put a, a, thermo a meat thermometer, a long one in there. And uh, if, I can, if you need to put some kind of seal thing, some kind of seal thing, you can, you can try to make a, like, um, what's it called? Uh, foam thing. The, like a foam seal thing with... Uh, clasps that you can remove like a gasket kind of thing but that's going to be a hassle but what you want to do is just get a good nice brand new tote that hasn't been fucked up you know drill a hole like right in the middle gasket. i see what you're getting at you're like making a gasket yeah. yeah right in the middle of it though you're gonna want to hook up a fucking meat thermometer you know and that's going to be in the middle of your substrate that's in a bag and you, you have your pressure cooker on the stove going at a certain, you know, temperature. You, you, you get it after a while. It takes a minute. I, I did it, though, and it actually works, and it works beautifully. And uh, I had a lot of good things happen because of that. So Now, when you do that, you're killing off certain things in the, inside the soil so you don't have pests, right? Right, yeah. So you're not sterilizing it. You're just pasteurizing it, you know. So like you're keeping a lot of the good majority of the microbes. Well, that and the nutrient content, from what I think, I don't it sounds know. like a tech that they took from actual the my you know the mycelium incubation for uh, you know it's like magic mushroom cultivation you know yeah because that's what you do with uh <laughs> your jars and your rice seed or your you know whatever mixture your substrate mixture that you're gonna inoculate with your mycelium or your spores Same yeah thing. i mean essentially you could stack you could stack layers of jars in there too instead of just using your pressure cooker as your stationary you can use it as like a primary and then have a secondary as your toe with like stacks of jars. So people can like bypass having to do it 20 times in their pressure cooker for five jars. You know, they can stack <laughs> rows and rows of this technology, man. <laughs> well, it just I mean, people have been doing this for years and on farms, you know, and uh, it got out to people like us, you know, who get out there and talk to people. And uh, yeah, I heard somebody talking about pasteurizing uh, soil just uh, like a week or two weeks ago on a garden show. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. 
they were talking about um, it was a composting show. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about composting and they said, and if you keep it at this certain temperature for a period of time, that's pasteurizing your yeah. soil. And, and, and he said, it's just basically cooking it to a point and it gets rid of the pests and whatnot. And then you've got a clean uh, medium to start from putting stuff into it. Yeah. He said that that was a good way to go. It was very uh, kind of a safe, a safe bet that you're not going to have a bunch of pests. You know, your product. sorry to interrupt you. I, yeah, that is a good way to do it. And uh, I think sometimes you can do it a little longer if you can maintain just as long as you can maintain that temperature you can i think you should do it a little longer than they say because there's been a couple times you know where i followed the rules and i didn't do it a little longer you know or i didn't do it a little harder or whatever i didn't put more effort into it and every time i put more time and effort into it i seem to have more success so I mean, that's the, the, it's in the churn of the butter that makes the butter. You know what I'm saying? It's not the, uh, it's not what you put in it all the time. It's the churn and the time you put into it too, you know? So and Smiley, your guys is one of your organic guys. Yeah. He's our guy. He's, yeah. he's our, he's our organics man. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if you guys heard what I said. I was just still trying to figure the, the program out because it had put you guys in a small window in the corner of my monitor and I'm trying to figure out how to get that. Oh, if you, uh, oh, you can't swipe on that, can you? I'm on my monitor. Yeah. So I'm not on my phone. So, but it's going through your phone. Is it going through the phone? Yeah. It's just, I got a camera mounted at the top of my monitor. So everything's going directly. Okay. Um, there are little, uh, there's a, a spot down on the bottom where you might be able to click with your mouse. No, I figured it out. Option. Oh, okay. Yeah, and that's what I was it, trying to tell him. I, what I was commenting is I can't figure out this technology is what I mumbled. I knew what he was talking about, and I'm following what you guys are talking about. Okay. But yeah, I was I, just I, trying I, to figure this thing out still and why he was just in the... I've been looking at his guitar more than listening to what he's been saying, unfortunately. Yeah, I was wondering what the heck is that? Is that a ukulele? No, What's it's that? a traveler. That's a little traveler six-string, man. It's called the Backpacker. It's from Mark. Yeah, yeah. I'm a guitar player, man. I know what you got there. Okay. It's got this nice, like, caboose that's like perfect for percussion. It's got, you know, the... It's, it's got, got a caboose slapping. Different tonalities on it. Yeah. You know? I've always looked at them. I don't know if I've ever picked one up. I might have picked one up before. Yeah, the thing is, my mom got it, and she didn't like it. So I was like, hey, uh, I'll buy it off you. Or I'll snow blow or do whatever you guys... Because they do the snow blowing lawn service shit. So I was like, yeah, I'll do... I'll do some of that for you and pay you off since you don't like it. So, and I'm a, I'm a music fanatic and just guitar player, man. I've got at least five or six guitars here. My daughter's got at least another three or four. I can't keep them, dude. I'm a, I'm a fucked up person. I can't keep them. 
Oh, oh, that's yeah. I've lost plenty. Don't give me. I've lost some of them, but yeah, that's rough. I can't. Yeah. Oh, dude, bro. I mean, I, I've had my my heart's broken over some of the guitars I've lost. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, uh, yeah, no, I'm just selling them. Some of them I've sold, but most of them I've fucking like just just had a good session and fucking. <laughs> Smash the fuck out of him. I don't oh, know. No, no. <laughs> That's not, yeah, like my guitar. I That's not losing it. Better than oh, the yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I get you wanting oh, to do that. That's a good that, night, man. But no, yeah. Yeah. I could not get to my eye with this or my nylon <laughs> string classical. But you know, but if you got a nylon string classical, it's not like you're gonna be like, yeah. Oh, dude, I don't want to talk about that one. Hey, I don't want I really <laughs> that was hey, no listen, that was that is a very sentimental subject right there. Now <laughs> I'm being I've lost serious at a pawn shop. I've lost some. I've had two stolen from me directly, like thieves from my house. So no, I feel it. <laughs> and seen it no, like, at a guitar shop like 15 years later. I saw one of the guitars somebody stole from me. <laughs> Which is fucked up, but yeah, I I've helped. I've helped a couple people get their guitars back because there's a couple guitar shops around here that I go around to every once in a while, you know. And I've seen them, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. you know, and I'm a musician. I've, I've I play. I can play. Oh, it. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're so you know, I fucking I was like, hey, dude, I seen your guitar over there. You better go check over there, you know. And he's like, all right, yeah. He goes and he fucking checks. He's like, "Yeah, dude, it was Eric. It was Eric Grody, that motherfucker." I was like, "That Grody bastard." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That was hilarious, man. I'll never forget in that. General or huh? Your guitar player in general? Um. Oh, uh, I I mean, I learned drums before I learned guitar. Uh, keyboard not to get i guess we're going on a music topic not to go you know just curious just asking yeah i play a topic yeah can you you guys know i'll tell you this i'll tell you this there's this place and i think everybody who is a music freak or anybody that plays music or likes music or anything like that there's a place and it's called blue island illinois okay it's kind of by chicago it's ghetto a little bit you know what i'm saying so watch your fucking back. But if you can make it to their library, they have this little emporium in the basement that, bro, I'm telling you, these kids are so lucky to have this fucking place. But I'm the kind of guy that'll go there to go record something because they got fucking every instrument you can imagine in a recording studio. And Oh, that's cool. Dude, and and the the they, their monitors are like fucking giant. I mean, they're taller than you. You know what I'm saying? And they got three of them next to each other. I don't know where they. There, you can just like they'll record you. Dude, listen to this. They, I fucking, I can if I want, I can have somebody. It's okay, girl. It's all right, puppy dog. Usually a recording studio, you know, even even renting time. There's it's a, a library. I mean, I haven't been into it for a public, minute. Dude, it's like. I know, and I get you. I've been to public libraries. I know there's different. It's, it's a little more modernized now. But yeah, you're saying there's a recording studio in this place. And they'll record you. They'll help you throw down tracks. It's more than that. Oh, really? It's a museum on top of a recording studio. Like, it's an emporium. It's. And dude, it only costs, I mean, 
I I had him put a I had him put I only did one song while I was there because you know I was going in and out. I'm you know I'm just one I'm just random as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I went there. I recorded a track with just guitar and fucking drums because I just found it out and I was meeting some family I never met and shit. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, I was like, cool. I fucking I found that place, dude. It was a dollar for me to buy the CD. That's it. And I had somebody help me. The track you guys made was a buck. Dude, I had somebody fucking help me. Yeah, that see, I, that's that would be cool because I already have tracks that are pretty much made. I just need people to put drums and bass to them. Dude, you gotta I'm check just, it out. Blue Island, Illinois Library. Well, I was just man, it's kind of I was just up in Wisconsin. I probably could have gone by there. I just yeah. went back down to the Midwest. I was living in Wisconsin. I hope, man. I gotta get back there. That place is fucking amazing, though. I mean, I got family that are probably from like oh, probably like a fifty minutes or an hour away from where you're talking about. Yeah, you can yeah drive there. Uh, it's close. I think it's about a couple hours from where I'm at now, in between yeah. between there. But yeah, definitely. Like I'm into music. Like at all, if I get to BSing with you guys, I mean, I love you know Bud and all that. But I mean, yeah. that's what I use it for is art, music, and cooking. You know, so. Those yeah. are my main things that drive me. The bud's all secondary, but there's so much to talk about as far as fuck, you know, how deep yeah. into it with cannabis. Yeah, it's an endless topic on itself. But yeah, music is a whole nother beast. Music was always first. We were always singing and humming as we were babies, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like that's yeah. natural. And I still and I have the argument about the surfers, musicians. I do think musicians were just as you know, they helped get the butt across and we're, you know, doing that just like, yeah, the yeah there's definitely yeah. a lot of musicians involved. I think it, yeah, as far as, but those are old arguments. <laughs> and, and they, you know, they kind of got the pass, right? No one's going to yeah. come yeah. in and bless them. Exactly. Well, we're like packing guns, man. Those, the old black musicians and jazz musicians. Hey, hey normal. Even the old, yeah. You can't forget about the skateboarders. Oh, true. Yeah, that's going a little further into the into the future. Yeah, the wave like fifties, forties. You know, there was, but there had to be. And well, you know, oh yeah, I know people. Prohibition, that, like even before it was, oh, um, when it was that, real. That term, the term reefer, right, comes from yeah. refrigerated trucks that they shipped the cannabis in. Right? See, I wouldn't even. Seriously, I wouldn't is that where they got that? At all the shit I've read, I don't think I've ever read that. That's not mm. a surprise. I believe it. Like simple little things like that. You never know. That's well, see, I've I've actually enough. thought how how deep it does it go? It's such a weird term. Yeah, reefer is a very weird term. Hiding it. Do you think? Like, do, you think uh, do you think pre-prohibition there was uh, domestic cannabis American cannabis breeders that were breeding for THC pre-prohibition? Me. Yeah. Do you think or anyone? Yeah. Does anyone? I think that. They found. I think they found something out there that was special. They didn't. I'd say cannabinoids. They didn't focus on it, but just like because alkaloids, no bag seeds. Like I was talking about in the little show that I did, we'd see it. You'd see a lot of you know kind of ditch weed looking plants, but then all of a sudden, like in the '90s, then it changed, and those plants were a lot different. And you would think they have to be there somewhere. They're 
they're in those genetics. I, I just can't see how they couldn't be. So once in a while, and even like that magazine I got, they're talking about the the Zuatanes and the 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 purple Z's, the old Mexicans. And the story behind that purple Zuatane, what's so amazing about it is it talks about this Mexican farmer in the 70s that had thousands of plants out there, but then there's this one purple that he found. And so the dad of the family goes out there to check this plant out and he smokes some of it and he doesn't come home. He just camps under it for like three days smoking on this plant. And the thing was that it was so good. That's kind of the story that's in, in one of those uh, marijuana monthlies that I collect. That's pretty cool. Do you happen to know if or have any speculation to believe that that particular Mexican was already uh, influenced with Afghani genetics, or if it was? I don't think so. Not at that point. But I, okay, yeah. I have an a, an argument. Not for, Is that Pablo. Yeah, yeah. Now, I like yeah, I like the Pablo grew pot, even though he was having the coke. But he was a little stoner, dude. Yeah, even even the <laughs> on him looked like he was always growing a little bit of bud, dude, which is awesome. Um, but I have an argument. Not we're like for Clark, and he takes it back to uh, Eurasia. All right, and so to me, there was just one variety. This is stupid to go this far into it this quick into it. <laughs> I mean, we're literally going to talk about how where it came from kind of thing real quick and it's just cannabis refugia dude it's going okay so let's just say pangea let's say it goes all the way back to triassic jurassic well. we can do that but there's just one variety of cannabis okay and so later on when those periods changed and the continents split up and divided from Pangaea, like Robert Clark say in Eurasia. Okay, now by that time, they were specific. They had developed into their own regional things, but I think it all came from one, and I do believe that. Just to get to the point of it, I do believe that's one-centered Afghan because they all relate to that form. Here's okay, so here's something, right? That's just my interpretation of it. And uh, there's, there's like some Oklahoma ditch weed that grows naturally. You know, it's been around. Isn't that part of, isn't that it's part in Nebraska of the, too? They just they okay. they paraquatted it through Kansas and stuff, so they eradicated, but it still exists. There's still uh, ditch weed in Nebraska. And the thing is, is like it it doesn't even. It, I mean, it's got. Some cannabis, but it's not like THC. No, it's it, yeah, it doesn't stink like pot. It doesn't have the resin contents. I've smoked it. It's headache pot. If you want to go there, I would imagine. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's what they used to call it. And but it can look really good, and it has been hybridized with who knows what from stoners that have been out. Exactly, that's what out looking for it. And I know for a fact, bikers used to grab that shit and stick it that you know puff their fucking bundles with it so I, right. yeah right no, it's not good there's no i don't believe there's much to it beside fiber and oil this yeah. the oil <laughs> content in the seed alone makes it valuable for cannabis. right like 30 percent oil content for dude i'm telling you those they're packing some shit man right and then yeah. the fiber content and i got it yeah, go for it. I got to put something out there before it gets squirreled away. Uh, marijuana botany book. Uh, there's a lot of African genetics that get 
you know, more, they're probably more popular ever, probably since Malawi came out. Everyone kind of was in a hunt, on a hunt for different African yeah, and, and Durban in general. Yeah, but every, uh, but in that book, the one that intrigued me the most, which I've never heard about, I've, I've heard more about like Peruvian strains than I've heard of in marijuana bot botany, uh, Rob Clark cites a Kenyan, a Kenyan variety. And to it's me, it's just too dry. Even when we, we're talking about those regions, mm -hmm. it's just you would think, I, you know, and to me, the cannabis plant will migrate and acclimate anywhere. It is that crazy of a plant. That's, yeah, that's exactly my point. It's like, dude, and yeah. That's where it gets tricky. And so, okay, yeah. here's kind of my, what I, when I have these kind of talks with people that really have put me to the test as far as just what I, what I know. All right, so if we took the names or the, the I guess, indica and sativa away is kind of the idea, and we just focused on how long it took a plant to flower, mm -hmm. then we could divide up indicas, indicas and sativas very easily because we're looking at plants that will want to finish no matter what in six to eight mm -hmm. weeks, identifying no matter if the foliage is wide-bladed or not. Let's not worry about the foliage. Let's just stick to flowering times. That right there kind of tells you that plant originated in a place where it was forced to flower that's that direct that whole, it embodies that origin of where it came from just like a tie or a super sativa it's going to take 32 fucking weeks to finish and have you know flowering stages and all that during the middle of that during your what i'm saying if we go to the kind of what would be the middle of that or at least uh, a reasonable middle. That, that's why I say that, that's why I feel that this, that's where the mother of everything is from just how it all branches out and changes from another, whether there's so many different varieties or not. No, they all have the during, same form, you know, overall, no matter what, when it comes down to it, whether they get real skinny or like they form buds, all the males have flowers and produce pollen. So the quicker they uh, finish off, what do you consider that? Sorry. Indica? Yeah, I mean, it yeah, has even more that, than indica. It's more of an acclimated high altitude yeah. variety Af that is, has uh, a very Af fast season. Every Af time. Very fast season. Yeah. Afghanica. Every so, time I hit some. True. Yeah, the true Afghanica. Yeah, the original Afghan. You bet. And okay. the reason why I wanted to get on this computer. Okay, one of the things I talked about was uh, maybe I did in the Ortega and the differences in Afghan oh, yeah. cushions. And so when you have a true cushion, a true Afghan next to each other, they're like, okay, well, they're both huge wide blade indicas. So how do you tell the difference between an Afghan and a cushion? Because we can tell what a sativa is. And just by its flowering time, as soon as you get skinny leaves, you're like, that's not an indica. At least, you know not down in the form of its fan leaves at the beginning of when you're doing discovery. But I have this video and if I can show, I'm gonna try to figure this out by the next time we have some meetings or whatever so I can share my screen. And I've got to where I ran the- Well, I think uh, e e Eagle Sorry. has to give you the opportunity to share. Okay. I okayed it. You know what I mean though? Just share my screen. Right. Okay, I see what you're saying. So he would still because I'm running through his proxy is what exactly. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. he has. Okay, so he has to open that door. Okay, then. 
Right. And so the idea to be able to show you guys what I'm looking at. So I'm looking at the video that I took two years ago as I was filming the these grow. Yeah, he okayed it. If you can get it on your 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 screen there, then yeah, and I can bring it up anytime. I don't want to do it now because we're already getting late and we're gonna end up. I mean, it's 420, guys. Hey, (laughs) at least wait, it's 420. Actually, it's uh 520. Out well, there, here, I'm exactly yeah. So yeah, it's getting there, and we will. It's, it's on the twenty. Okay, but the <laughs> idea, what I'm getting at, is I can literally show you guys what I mean by Afghan hash plant versa versa Kush in form. It's right there, I filmed it and everything, and it's very obvious. And so instead, of well, you know, shows, normal, we we got a twenty four hour show tomorrow, and that's what I mean. And then there's that, which it should be just yeah. fun and getting high and talking shit. Not being too serious, and yeah, I'd love to go down. No, but this real technique. That's yeah, we can always uh, do something like that on that on the same. I mean, because it's all about learning. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and and yeah. not, but that's yeah. what don't forget your. You've got a comeback episode coming back on what the twenty sixth, right? Maybe the twenty third. Yeah, we're gonna do go. another solo show. Because so what happened? Oh, right on the show. Yeah, we only made it to 2000. We only made it from my kind of my start from 86, getting out of high school, 84, 86, to like 2000. And actually from 2000 to now, I mean, uh, that might take a couple of more shows, right? See what I mean? Because I I met Simon, I met Tony, I've known Adam for a long time. But the way what happens next over those 10 and 20 years is crazy. Like we did some stupid shit, but it's hilarious. We did some funny shit. We tried to make Tony's company come back. Adam was, Tony was real weird about me meeting Adam. It, it was just weird, but it was good times, man. And, and we did some fun. Yeah. Shit, but um, nothing, uh, I mean, it was all good. But those early on 20 cups and stuff like that, talking about that. I'm curious to see who comes in your chat. I'm dying to talk to Breeder Steve. I ran Sweet Tooth for fucking like a decade, man. I Number three in particular, and such a fan of the grapefruit and Sweet Pink grapefruit lines. Fuck, I could talk to him for fucking days about that alone. Dude, um, hey, uh, the grapefruit, uh, the uh, dynamite, and uh, Sweet Tooth, right? Okay. Those two, this this brand called Europa, Europa seed, Seeds, they yeah. cross dynamite and Sweet Tooth. It made it heavy grapefruit, and I grew it, dude. It's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's on, it's a grapefruit. Grapefruit. It's, it's pretty grapefruit. Grapefruit's it's pretty a grapefruit. Thing. It's an and the thing, it has like, it has the peel, you know, the peel, and not you know, like the, not the it's not the, the rind. It's a weird citrus. Not the hay. Citrus. Not the hay. Not the hay like bitterness, you know. It has the like peel, like the oily fucking citrusy. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, the, the only thing that like I still run right now is Old Sog Super Silver Haze, which is a sweet pink grapefruit haze. There's some haze in the background, but the reason I love it so much is because it does have that sweet pink grapefruit in the front. And reminds me so much of the sweet tooth. Okay. And I did run Sweet Tooth one. But I was really into blueberry, and that was a really equal hybrid. It was just a 50-50, I think, blueberry to the, whatchamacallit at that point, the yeah. grapefruit. And when I, we ran those, a lot of the blueberry came through. But in the number threes, I don't know who did the work, if that was Steve himself or whatever happened, but 
those sweet tooth number threes that a bunch of us passed around for a minute there, those were dynamite. Those are just sweet pink grapefruit. I mean, even the, the leaves would turn uh, orange pink. Like I have pictures. That's what I mean. So <laughs> I, I documented that shit. Like, and it was, and I only have a handful of pictures, but it's a, a, even a unique palm that it had to it and everything, man. That's cool. I really like Steve's work, man, because I think that's Blue Satellite. Isn't that Sp- Spice Life too? Those Blue Satellites? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, and I did those too. Shishkaberry. Dude, and all and that in particular, which is a strawberry. If anybody's ever run Shishkaberry, you're looking for strawberries. Woo! And good hashing <laughs> strain. Really good hashing strain. <laughs> Fuck, man. Okay, so Shishkaberry, the yellow, see, and now we're gonna go down this. Okay, the yellow and the red. He's talking about these two moms that he did for Shishkaberry. And he I think he said they were Afghans in the thing, and I think they're Lebs. I've wanted to have that conversation forever because it makes sense. The red lab and a blonde. So, man, and they were so weird to grow. They didn't grow like an Afghan. I was like, why is this thing growing like fucking? It was weird. And so those in particular, like I said, yeah. I've been dying to talk to Reader Steve. I actually called him. He, you know, he's he makes himself available to people. And I don't know how I got his number, but I have talked to him on the phone and just been like, whoa, dude, I just don't know what to say. It's you. <laughs> you know what do you say to the guy you know there's an, another thing i wanted to make a call back to your episode that you brought up columbian black yeah right is yeah. that is that the one you have was it like 190 day 20 week plus? it's not even that it's that they're just really you know i don't know what it is like all right the chocolate d i seen somebody actually make that come out and look like it was fucking chocolate so Colombian black's tricky because I think what we're talking about is an Afghan black, but the difference is, all right, so I think they're directly related because not by, I think the profiles, like the turf profiles and the effect profiles would be different, but let's just stick to the blacks for a minute because the one that's probably the mother is going to be Afghan black, just saying that naturally by my theory, Pangea and all that bullshit would kind of be an extension Afghan to Colombia. So mm-hmm. let's say that it, it migrated and then acclimated to <laughs> Colombia, but at the base of it, the inside of its soul is an Afghan, but now it's Colombian. So even though it's an Afghan black, it's in Colombian, they're calling it Colombian black, and it's got all these different things to it. It's so much richer, and it's got a profile you can smoke, because that was the problem with the Afghan Afghans is they look great, and there are big leaves and big buds and all that, but they hashed them, because if you smoke the flower, Early Afghan, I don't know if you guys, you know, a couple of you guys, I think Johnny looks like he's about as old as I'm going back. It was horrible smoke. Skunk, good green skunk was good, but the early. Well, I got to tell you, though, was rough. Back, back in 78, 79, nah. 78, 79 in school, okay. um, we had some stuff called chocolate lumbo. Chocolate and that stuff, Oh, my smooth. God, that stuff was sweet. It was chocolate See, flavor. Like, like, yeah, yeah. It yeah. was really that sticky. Was the it real was real shit. Yeah. It was like a. It was like a really rich, um, dirt color. So, yeah, yeah, brown. It literally looked chocolate. Yeah, yeah. What yeah, I yeah. wanted, yeah. What I wanted to make a callback to is I. I meant to mention I was talking about Canada. I think those are related, Jay. real quick, Johnny. The cho- Colombian black and the chocolate. There is a Colombian chocolate, and that's what I mean by people just not really renaming things, but they're all kind of connected in one way or another. I believe those <laughs> you are think that was just an offshoot of the black? 
Okay, but think was, also huh? what else is grown in Colombia? It's probably the Coffee, best phenotype. Oka leaves. You yeah. see what I mean? All those plants are even grown there so they could absorb those. Yeah, yeah. And that's another thing I connect with that is like, you know, the coffee profiles and the, and that's exactly. one thing that differentiates those regions to me is that. Yeah, I have the deep coffee though. That deep coffee. That <laughs> that's cream, a tricky cream. one. If you cream ever coffee. Get a well, lot of you, plants, yeah, you got, you got right, natively you get, like, growing. Junks and Afghans all in a room. Like I've, I've walked into a room of my own within the last two years. It was mixed varieties, indicas to sativas. But as soon as I opened the door, I got coffee. Yeah, your, your, your companion plants in Colombia, yeah. cannabis companion plants are coca, cacao. Exactly. Coffee. That connects me to all those. Two. And it makes sense. You know, you see what I mean? Coca, yeah, cacao, yeah. and coffee. Yeah. So <laughs> that Colombian those connections, man. I'd love to see... Uh, like I said, that Colombian gold was, I've never seen Colombian black. I've tried to grow it. So like I said, I have to get in contact with, uh, he went on uh, on uh, YouTube as Cannabis Cafe. Like saying, if we can get a hold of Cannabis Jay, then he could probably get a hold of this Cannabis Cafe guy. But I think to get it, to, if you're saying you have access to a Colombian black, I'd love yes. to try a shot at it for sure. Device for me. It's I'm agreeing with you that it probably in its full origin, or, you know, it would go a hundred and something, you know, days, yeah. but we can, I've seen it. This, this isn't something manipulate that the trick is, is getting it black and all, all the profile to come through and everything. Yeah. One, at this one thankfully, minute. thankfully is something I got to see. You know, there's a lot of crazy shit that you go off of that you hear. Is this someone it? got, in Col is this in the states or in Colombia or how, Canada? How actually, I don't want to give too much away. Like I'm saying, it, yeah, no worries, no worries. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, Can Canadian Jay named this guy's garden. He called it the ISS, like International Space Station, yeah. but he called it the Internet, uh, the Indica Sativa Station. Awesome. And I'm bringing it back to uh, the aquaponic conversation that we had because he's a yeah, dual yeah. dual zone aquaponic. Uh, grower, but he had the Colombian black, a prospect that the I really would thing, like to see if he could get on Eagle's channel. You, the uh, first thing I'd be curious of is how he's getting it to maturity like that in the northern climate, for sure. So he must be manipulating already indoors. I'm assuming this yeah, is... Indoors, it's, okay, it's, okay. Yeah, indoors. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. And he actually uh, used her uh, chain link like normal chain lake fence for trouble. To hold to make a fence to make a cage yeah. for it and shit yeah. or something. Yeah. 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 I would love to see it. Did he get it to come out black or did he get like deep tones in it? That so much. I didn't get to see detailed finished, you know, like I've uh, got, you know, okay. I've gotten a fish to finish black. I can show you guys at some point and it's fucking gorgeous. It's the weirdest looking shit. It literally turns yellow and black. I've only had it happen. I don't know if you guys remember who Reefer, Reeferman was, and you know what I mean? I hate yep. him. He was connected to a lot of shit, man. I don't know where he, he got his he shit. Had, but. He had, yeah, he had a couple of those crazy sativas, the, the black yeah, scene. Yeah, but he also the, got a hold of that Afghan black or yeah. whatever, man. He's His lines, I don't know where his genetics came from, and I'm pretty sure he was connected to Canadian also. Um, mm -hmm. Just to what his stuff was, you know, it's just like, man, how'd you get that? That had to come from Canada because it wasn't European crosses he was doing. It was really unique stuff. You know, Reeferman was a, an interesting individual, man. 
Okay, so I'm going to go back in my Google Hangout and see if I can message this uh, aquaponic grower because he would really be a, if you, I don't know how much you'd be into doing an episode for Eagle, but regardless oh, of I that. I would love to talk to him about getting Colombian yeah. to actually turn out like that because I think I have a, uh, an idea why it does it. Mm-hmm. And it was weird that it happened when it happened. I got it to do it on a Bubba O'Kush. I'll tell you guys that much. So oh, it's, yeah. it's a line that we all know. Okay, we all know what OG is and we know what Bubba is. Okay, so Motor Rebel back in the day did a Bubba Ogres hybrid when it was first coming out and everybody was into the OG and the Bubba. And it was just fucking... Was that like in the 2006, 2007? Easily, you bet. And so we got a hold of those from Motor Rebel and me and other people have been working Bubba Okush for fucking like a decade now. I'm sending some in the Eagle. I'm going to try to get him an overnight. Okay, because, yeah, I I definitely had that flavor run through. Bubba OG definitely came through. Yellow leaves on the finish, like completely... For this one, are you talking about? Does it get dark? Super dark? Okay, so here's the thing. When I ran them the first time, I got a quadru... I won't even get into that. Um, The thing with the Mar, it's still an open pool. That ogre is still in there. When I stopped at the F2s or something, I had a couple really beautiful plants. I had, I think, P98. And so what I did is I ran the Bubba O. Kush from Motor Rebel, and I back cross to the p98 and i just made more of them because i'm like i have the p98 i know it's (laughs) i know it has something to give no matter what's already in motor rebel because i don't trust breeders you you get seeds and they say it's one thing and i did run them and they did look all like bubba and og so i'm like all right that's cool you know what i mean but sometimes Mm -hmm. you get shit and it's like this don't look like kush's afghans and i'm not doing that you gotta know how legit they are they were legit and so i put them back to the bubba and those made the F2s or whatever. And then I sent them overseas to a guy named Organic Herbalist. And he did F3s. And I think I sent some to Motor Rebel. But I didn't touch them again. And then I lost my seed stock and I wanted them back. Then I got them back a couple of years ago. And I made the new batch that I have now. And I showed everybody the whole, even as I, I did the work. I, did, I don't know if I showed. Yeah, I think I pretty much showed all of it. And the big old bold leaf. I mean, you'll see it. it it's You can't miss it. And so, uh, but anyway, in that pool still are mint bubbas, are earthy bub or just earthy cushions, mint cushions, coffee cushions in there. See what I'm saying? When I ran, when I ran the bubba o cushions just to see what our organic herbalist had done, he kind of went back to the pool instead of isolating for earthy OG, you know, uh, incense hash or bubba coffee you know, which are very pronounced, you know, and, and he kind of threw it back in the pool where I was trying to push for the Bubba coffee because I just, everybody, I think that's where they key into with Bubba, where OG has got a great high, but uh, it, it's a lot more earthy and there's too many conceptions of OG. You just never know whose OG is real and what you're going to get. So at least we know what Bubba is. It, it's Bubba Kush and it, it's coffee and it, it is Kush. So we, that's at least that. And you can't. What's no Bubba Haze? Oh, I don't know, but if you put a haze in there, you're definitely putting two polar opposites together to start. So it wouldn't. Uh, Bubba Haze? Yeah, because I just, I a friend of mine gave me a cutting of something he called Bubba Haze. And, oh, and it's a very pretty plant. Okay. And uh, it smells really good. I just cut it down. So I'll give you a review on it. Does it look days. like a, a haze or does it look like a bubble or does it look like it's caught in between? I'm, yeah. I'm very rookie 
at this here. Okay. I was just a consumer. I have only been growing for a little over a year. So okay. as far as knowing what crap looks like and right you know, yeah. and names and all that, that was just not my forte back and then. And it was, it was given to you as a cutting? It was given to me as a so cutting. It's an isolated, I got a, you know, so he knows what you, he gave you, which is good. You're not doing any sort yeah, of that's yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, that, that's cool. yeah, that's what he said. It, that one there was above a haze, the other one was a tangy land. And uh nice. Yeah, so and and they both uh produce some very nice smells coming out of them. Very fruity on the tangy land. The haze, the haze. I, I get, you know, there'd be a cool effect profile change there for Bubba because Bubba, I think to me is very kind of one note, if not just very body oriented. It's not very, you don't get really high off of Bubba, you know, you get a nice effect, but it's just kind of mellow and nothing too strong or anything. Well, that depends. I mean, like Bubba's flavor profile than the actual overall power of Bubba Kush. Like, to me, it's not very strong. No. So, so that must have Bubba been Bubba Kush mixed with a haze. So yeah, so then, we bred a, a, a Bubba Kush and a haze together, which haze is very up head profile. It's a, a sativa. Okay, so but the idea, because you know, just um, so we know, you can take an indica very quick and harvest it early and get a very forward, motivated up profile from an indica. Just like you can take a sativa and take it long and you'll get a lethargic kind of stone profile from a sativa. The same sativa that might be racy if you took it weeks earlier or just forced its flower or just made it grow at like a, a pace that it wasn't quite used to because it, it's a sativa. Or it's just a tie that wants to go real long, but you took it even to 12 weeks and thinking that was long, and which it's not for a tie. And it comes out racy like C99. I can't smoke C99 because it's like fucking doing good coke. It's like fucking, why am I fucking feeling like I just drank a fucking 12 pack of fucking soda after yeah. doing bomb hit? Yeah, this my, not what my I C99. Yeah, my that's C99, C99 blueberry. And if that does that to you, it's C99. I, yeah, Fuck. my C99 blueberry. I, I could not, uh, I couldn't sleep on that. Oh, hell no. I can't even, you know, it was, it, let alone, yeah, I can't smoke yeah. mine at all. It's, it's yeah. really good. It, it's I noticed scary. there was many a times where I'd take a hit before I go to bed and I'd lay down and shit, I'd have to sit back up and walk yeah. around a minute because yeah. I started racing up, you know? you know, those are the strains that I was talking about those. Uh, and I can't, I thought it was genius this whole time. I don't know if it's a, it's Apollo yeah. Yeah, derived. Yeah. No, I Strength. think you're right. I think it's genius and everything. What is Princess, Princess that, nine and all of it. It's yeah. okay. So princess and gen, genius are two phenotypes of seeds that Apollo, uh, or uh, sorry, Brothers Grimm originally. Yeah. Brothers Grimm. I think it's it. Someone can figure this out. I think it's a Durban tie Jack. Wouldn't Jack surprise. Yeah, wouldn't surprise. That makes sense. Like that makes sense. Dude, it's and it, it's like Subcool says Vortex is LSD. It's acid. Okay, now I ran Vortex, like early release of his stuff on that, which was an Apollo 13. Yep, Apollo 13 Space Queen. Dude, that was some good fucking bud. Yeah, that's I mean, the I get why, why we're all talking spacey right things is because he he fucking had his finger on some really good genetics too, man. Subby was an interesting cat, man. I got some respect for Subby. 
you got, you know, you got uh, you know, that cleansed my palate of a period in time where I was basically trying. I probably got to try a hundred strains over a two-year period of time, and that vortex. Oh, dude! I read face clear, cut through all of it. Okay, yeah, I can say that about at least three of his lines. Okay, and and I get what you mean by cutting through things. That's one thing I think we all look for, even whether we get burned out on what we smoke or not. You're always looking for that thing that just fucking cuts through everything, no matter. How fucked up? Hey, how fucked up am I? For fucking crossing a gorilla glue with some fucking shit, you know? Like, <laughs> like well, I, mean, I do have reasons for it. I do have reason for them. So. Yeah, if you got a good cause behind it, that's kind of the idea. And I'd like, and you know, the whole thing is, is like, dude, I'd love, hold on one second. Real quick on the TGA note, those early, I even said that, I think, in my, or maybe I didn't in mind, but. Space Queen, you know, being it was C99 Romulan and like real Romulan and space, you know, this is Vic High's work. It's not, that's not Subby, but I think Subby was Vortex for sure. And I don't know who did Danny Boy or who they, I wanted to talk to anybody you guys that knew Subby well enough to know the backstory of Danny Boy because I grew that shit and it was fucking phenomenal. Like I punched myself for not taking that cutting of that fucking one that I ran, you know, I mean, like, oh, we didn't clone that shit. Fuck off. Yeah, that's vortex we ran was really in particular, and it made me understand Apollo lines. Like it was the one because I also did Spice Brothers Apollo shit, which were rips of Brother Grimm's, and it wasn't very good Apollo stuff at all compared to Sony's. But his Space Queen Romulan Fino that I isolated was fucking so good, it was crazy, and it wasn't C99 because I couldn't smoke C99. Yeah. I don't know what the di- backstory with Danny Boy. I think it's a taco or a taco Apollo or something. Whatever made the backstory on Danny Boy is, but I, I wish we could find the treasure trove of the taco, the conquistador. The conquistador, because I I was hunting Ortega. This is the way yeah. I play into all this. Is this is when in a time when I was hunting Ortega and I had found a back door to conquistador through lui because i was hunting ortega through lui you want to talk about strains that people wish they could grow for production the conquistador is the biggest cola strain i've ever seen i got one wait do you if you do yeah. let me get you the ortega do the ortega has got to be related if not a fucking yeah. direct relation because the way it grows is just a missile it's fucking yeah. and i've grown it I, dude yeah we, <laughs> we got something you could try that's so up that alley like if Jim Ortega was available, I would send this to him and be like, just try it and tell me if it's close. Because I think he'd be like, you got it. You got something close. You got something real fucking close. Because it's so accurate and gaggy. And the wait till you see the foliage. I got footage of this. We're, we'll definitely discuss it in detail. So, I mean, it's just the, it, the foliage is even interesting because it's not Kush and it's not the standard Afghan. And then, you know, you get into Hawaiians and that's why um, I think Eagle was talking about three, you know, trifoliates and three bladed, you know, expression, which I can't, like, I feel five is the, the minimum. We need to start at five for a plant to even show basic expression. Is that where uh, the webbed leaf supposedly comes from? The webbed leaf is a, I don't know. And like I said, that's a five joined with two that are webbed. So it is five leaves, but two of them are webbed together, making it look like a three piece leaf, but a true webbed 
And that's a, a weird feat. I've run the web, the Kihili web, and I ran Duck's Foot, Wally Duck's old Duck's Foot. And I don't know if you guys have ever, you know, we can talk about those lines and everybody's like, yeah. Isn't that weird that those Oceana, that Hawaiian, that Australian, they make those Yeah, okay, I think it was this, yeah, well, Hawaiian, you see, and I, I watched you, Red Phil, I know you're like kind of the brain, you know, you're yeah. in it. You're the guy that's going to really get into these details, and I dig that, man. So, I do feel that it originated in in, uh, in uh, Australia and was taken because Hawaii is like the Galapagos of time, unfortunately. There's so much work that was done, so many great varieties and all this and that. Everything that cut goes there, whether it was bred there or not, became something. If it stays there, it just becomes Hawaiian again anyway. If it gets created there and gets some of that and then leaves again and kind of can take some of that, like the Puna butters or the Maui Wowie Hawaiian skunks that we did get to try and the Kona golds, which I think is just if you took a gold to the islands, what would you get? You take it to the fucking island of Kona, you got a fucking, a, you know, in gold or a, a Oaxacan gold. I, I, I write off my gold. uncle. I don't know. I, I write off my uncle is crazy. Me and yeah. my uncle don't get along that well, but he's of the era of that. that. Crazy he, he raves like the way I would rave about Vortex or uh, Kosher Kush or something like that. He raves about the uh, the Puna Butter. Oh, dude. Him, that's the best butters. Dude. The Puna Butter's offshoot, dude, and it's for real. You're, we're talking that pot is literally at one point, I got it to taste like Fruity Pebbles with like roasted chestnuts or hazelnuts. Dude, there's nothing like it. The butter term is this creamy, buttery tone that's in it that just makes you want to keep going back. It's fucking so good. It's rich. And then the high is Hawaiian. You're fucking, you're definitely, it's Hawaiian. There's just, I don't know how to explain that. I mean, I, I focused on Hawaiian for a while, and that's why. Because I did go to Maui Wowie Skunk, which is really good skunk, but then... I got the opportunity, Motor Rebel sent me this Purple Butters Harawana hybrid. And then fortunately the Harawana did stick out a little bit, but I got a Purple Butters Fino. And that was something I'm like, wait a minute, what's this? And I could tell him the foliage and then he smelled it and was like, this smells fucking just incredible. And it's not the grape like Urkel grape or that grape that you get from a, you know, like Granddaddy Purple or anything like that. It's, this is it's not a purple grape in that aspect. I can't even explain it. But that Are was you talking about the Ortega right now? I've called. No, no, we, we got into a Puna conversation. We went off Ortega completely. Well, okay, I, I was like, those I, I'm following. I just, I got lost for a second too. Yeah, no, you mentioned Puna for a minute. Yeah, dude. I, I will. I'm bring it, I'll bring it around. The, the, the terpenes <laughs> we're talking about, those purple terpenes, I call, this might not be, this is a generational gap, I think, but. Yeah. I call it uh, Pokemon fruit snacks. Oh, for sure. Okay. Hard to understand and translate, but for a limited time, fruit snacks came out with a Pokemon edition, which was supposed to be like their Japanese flavoring, which is totally different than like American candy flavoring. Yeah, but right? I can imagine. Right? Yeah. So there's this weird ass certain Pokemon fruit snack that tastes exactly <laughs> like really good fruity. Uh, expressions of purple cannabis not the woody dark masculine purple tones that yeah there is weed yeah, or herbaceous or something like that i don't like that okay. so much i like the the more fruities of that but the 
the the oh man, I lost the the puna. I'm trying to bring it back to the puna butter. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, oh, oh, my my uncle. He was he's uh like a Vietnam era. Uh, he didn't go there, but he was stationed in Hawaii. But he was. Oh uh, man! So yeah, he was, he was dishonorably discharged for cocaine. So he was definitely uh, into the drug. Yeah, for sure. There. Yeah. And that, so that's I mean, I, I believe him now, especially with as many people as like references are like, okay, yeah, Puna butter is definitely a real thing. Right, right, yeah. Because even some of the stories I've heard from people, like you know, it, it's not that they're believable or not. Like you're saying, when some people are crazy, they just had a, a fucking hard life and they've lost their shit and they they're not coming back from that, and they're just spouting off something. But there's relevance in some people's stories. That's for fucking sure. I love it, dude. I, I, so I, normal. I only hope uh, that someday. Uh, I hope. I I really hope somewhere like where I'm at here in Wisconsin, there's some vestige of one place where some old hippie still got his viable seeds that he can germinate he's been oh. for 70 80 dude 90s. i got him <laughs> you, you got a jar from because like my dad my best friends from dad, the 80s have a, yeah he used to have a, a jar uh, pickle jars full of seeds but he burned his house down and uh yeah and even yeah, that, I have not had any luck getting these babies to pop either. Yeah, germination is going to be an issue. Anything over like twenty years, if they weren't stored even half properly, that's going to be. Oh, they weren't stored properly. No, they were in a shoebox. Yeah, I've had in, ones in, inside other boxes. You know, oh, that right. I, I've had ones that gone back to seventy three. People have given me seeds. Like I said, I used to collect the most bizarre shit, and I've tried. I've done. I have a weird like um spring thaw method that's kind of a way to force a seed to almost jump out of a shell even to a degree and it's like fake it's like you know faking a winter thaw into spring kind of thing so you start almost at a frozen point with the seeds um but i've tried everything on seeds that literally go like i said 73 or 72 i think were the oldest seeds that i was given from somebody and i don't think we got any of them to pop and it, well, we, hey, I got a question for you beyond no, that. No. Um, do you know the story of train wreck? No, that's too way. You don't. Right. Yeah. And it seems like all I know, it's uh, kind of the green crack thing, train wreck. These are very, le- I, I guess the, I didn't get, they were just things I weren't interested in because it sounded like they had lemon or set very citrus profiles. And I think I told you guys that. There, that's one of the most common things and i avoid that because it's when you hunt through a lot of skunk lines a lot yeah. of uh, any kind of lines haze lines afghan lines if lead lines you'll notice that's the most common I'm, thing i'm right along there with you i did that yeah, and so i just avoid them unless it's no get, don't get me wrong we did run like a, a lemon hash plant and when it was combined with this one we had this variety that we call the lemon dust kush that came out like a it was like a, a pale ale beer with a hint of lime. And that was worth pursuing and working with. And there might have even been some Jack the Ripper or some shit in there. Oh, man. This is when we were fucking with. I, I did run. I don't know if it was Jack's Cleaner. I think I ran Jack the Ripper back. Because that was about when I stopped running subby stuff. Because it started getting a little bit 
he, he was working away from older lines and he was starting to get into well, stuff. Those, that's that forward. lemon, like you said, I, I okay. found that in a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah, it's just the, it's just what it is. You can't get away from it because we might be getting yeah, or poly hybrids, but but uh, I don't remember the, whether it had a lemon wreck. flavor or not. The train wreck I threw whether... out there for uh, Eagle because of the pine, the pining. Actually, pining. I didn't get any lemon at all from train wreck. I got pure pining. Yeah. Nah. I've just not haven't had enough of it or know enough about it to yeah say anything. And it just got like I said, it kind of it was almost like the green crack rush when that happened. Which oh. to me just sounds like old good green stuff. That, that's what I was gonna like say. Old green stuff comes back, and all of a sudden people are like, "This is different." It's like, I, I I luckily had a connect close enough to where train uh train uh, my bad green crack was coming from. Yeah. And uh, if anyone follows uh, cannabis legalization news, a couple of streams ago they went over uh, the etymology of where green crack supposedly came from. And they actually had the original breeder wow. correct, which I was surprised by. But then it spun off into this thing like oh, Snoop Dogg was smoking it and said it was so strong of a sativa effect it made it feel like he was smoking crack or something like that. Oh, see, that's fucked up. That's yeah, I, I know. And I, I actually know yeah, their actual real. That's kind of fucked up. I know the real so story. Of, implications going on. That's, that's the real story of why it's called green crack is because the person that bred it was handing it out to people, and they'd come back to them so fast. They'd be like, "Okay, which I is fair." That yeah, I smoked all that weed. Yeah. Can I get some more? Yeah, so that you know, and I get that the haze. Yeah. You know, that's almost how people act on certain bud in general when it's that good. Oh yeah, they're coming back for it. You bet. Probably that's what he's talking about. This is the name or nothing. If, it, yeah. if they like it and it works, they will fucking definitely be back. This shit I can only smoke fucking so much of. I'm like, eh. you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, in, in, by, by, by the way, with Green Crack, uh, most dispensaries I had in Colorado, they do not have the Green Crack that I had. By, by and the there's a, then there's that. Yeah, everybody's. That's kind of the blue dream. The blue dream drama. Oh man, I'm, I'm lucky enough to have green crack from the breeder. You know. Hey, have you guys? Yeah. I'm new to the seed making thing, and then making the fucking around with that shit. But have you ever taken a seed right off the plant, put it right in the soil? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You bet. It can fall out of the plant, land in your soil, and start growing next to it. Like literally, man, it works at a bloom. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know. Yeah, I had that. Sprout, yeah, if there's too much moisture, right away. Sprout in the fucking little cocoon, or if they kind of yeah, fall, fallen out of the cocoon, it, yeah, into season too moist or something. Yeah, I've seen one like sprout right in the fucking thing, and then just yeah. like fall out or just get stuck in there. I I know they fall down That's naturally. Cool. I'm not dumb, but I'm just saying like. Uh, like while it's, <laughs> while it's still fucking going, you know, like while it's yeah. still going, it's like I, I took one off and I put it in there and it's stone and I'm like, wow, <laughs> that's cool. Did it did it start growing or yeah? No. Yeah. No. Oh yeah, they're I, You know, uh, did you hear normal? I threw some seeds out into my uh, out into the sand, watered it. I didn't do that on purpose. I. Put okay. the seeds out there for a bird. Oh, it didn't okay, need it. right, right. 
but but i just left it. them out there and i didn't even yeah. think about it and i watered that area because it's part of it's where my uh raised bed's going to be yeah. i got a bunch of sprouts out there just from those beans yeah and it's just plain sand that's all it is just desert sand it's not yeah, even it's super aerated i mean sand is sand but i mean yeah yeah water rips right through it so you're basically doing hydro hydro whether you realize it or not the only problem okay. with sand, it's very heavy and it compacts it does compact as soon as you moisture oh yeah this stuff will concrete It'll 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 suffocate. You know that's the only Johnny, other irritating agents in there. What kind of uh, what kind of pests do you have? The main issues outdoors there with your. Do you do outdoor there for a short period or? Well, actually, I've got one out there right now. I put it out there, and as a matter of fact, it should be coming down. Probably. Uh, the third or something like that of next month. Cool. But it's doing it's outdoor? been out there for yeah. I got one outdoor right now. How's she doing? She's yeah. doing really good. Sweet. She's not she's not as bulky and thick as these guys inside, but man, does she have a unique smell? Because she's a clone. Yeah. So I I know exactly how they grow inside. Yeah. And and I'm really curious to see what she does outside. Right now Dude. she's just starting to get some pistols. The one hey, you're still oh cool. So the, the flow I did indoor compared to outdoor, right? The one outdoor but I had to frosty, give it, I had I mean, to give it four more weeks. Frosty sticky, yeah. Outdoors. So I don't know, it was crazy. <laughs> I'm in Michigan though, it's totally different. <laughs> well, yeah, I well, I'm, outdoors I'm tricky in general. Yeah, outdoors tricky in general. So you guys definitely got your work cut out for you. Well, I don't know what it's going to do. You know, it's I've never yeah. grown anything outdoor. Matter of fact, this is the only thing yeah. I've ever really grown. Yeah. Is this? <laughs> oh, okay. Watch out for rabbits and deer and shit too, and or any neighbors that might smoke weed and identify what's happening. Well, I know my next door neighbor's a smoker. They they they've already seen it. I showed it to them. Yeah, they're cool. And, yeah, they're good with it. But as far as I've walked around my place and nobody can see it, but my goodness, you could smell it. Hey, uh, Johnny. So rabbits and deer. Yeah, I just gotta watch it. Rabbits. Will well, I, there's there's no there's no deer. There's some. Uh, there are some rabbits that are around, but they've been pretty much trapped out of our park it's free fertilizer yeah that, that is yeah. They, they eat the stock like I've, like rabbits are definitely an issue yeah it'll be chopped it's down in a second just grub yeah but the yeah, good water are, right when they get big big and the, you know won't chop chew all the way through but a young plant a rabbit will eat that like it's not yeah you leave them enough cover you got enough cover crop or anything like that they'll eat that before the yeah, yeah. Oh no, there's no, there's nothing that. like that. I I got cinder blocks around it, with uh with uh um, some square tomato cages that I put together and made a, basically uh, kind of like a little greenhouse with an airflow mesh top on the top, so it flows through. You know what this air? is? You know what the variety is? You said it's a clone of something. Yeah, it's a uh, gone dog mimosa. Okay, yeah, I have no, no idea. And and it's right got a very uh, 
Yes. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna wrap her up. Wrap her up. You want me to take over? Yes, sir. Yeah, just because you, I was ready you know to know how to run the reins a half an hour ago, right? Yeah, I think yeah, I'm, 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 like, I'm actually. Right, uh, I'm, I'm with I'm, you guys I'm, for a little bit. I'm gonna do a dab. All right, guys. Here for about let's a hang out. Let's all do dabs. Let's hang out together a little bit longer. All right, <laughs> I, I, I gotta drop out. I gotta get some rest for the 420 episode. But you guys are welcome to hang right, until man. you don't want to hang. And uh, Red know, Pill hung it up last time, so he knows the routine. Johnny, you gotta get. Wasn't you gotta get to. You gotta get used to the routine, so I can pass it over to you one night as well. But you guys got this. I love you guys. Right. You guys know the deal. Do All something right, nice for somebody. Brandon Max of kindness. I'll see you guys tonight. 420 episode starts at 12 o'clock tonight. Kicks off 12 o'clock right to on. 12 o'clock. 420. We'll be rolling all day. So I look forward Looking to seeing forward. you guys. Have a good day. Yeah. I'm out. Rest Have easy, man. Peace yeah. out. Later, Eagle. Thank you. Man. Yeah, thanks. Right. Let's keep this rolling. If everyone just wants to keep up picking up where we left off, go on. Those fucking things, that electric shit, electric dammer, man. Those are those can come in handy, man. If you if you're <laughs> if you if you're, gonna fuck me I can't understand you right now. <laughs> I was gonna fuck me out. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm into all those devices, you know what I mean? An oh, email. man. An email. Dude, they're only like 80 bucks now. If you don't have an email and like them, definitely get one. I got that on Amazon for like 80 bucks. Oh, wow. Oops, sorry. That's I guess my, uh, my uh, whatever, tendency to not want to give in to change kicks in with that, and I'm a, a torch guy all yeah. the way. Right now, at least. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) I got a nectar collector, too. (laughs) I I will defend that I do not look like a a, a drug addict. I I don't give a shit. Carbon monoxide. My copper pipe, man. I even emptied emptied some oil from a cartridge because it smokes shitty in the cartridge, but it actually dabs pretty good. So I don't know if you guys have had those issues with cartridges, but I've noticed lately, like... I don't have cartridges. Yeah, that's what I mean. There's something, and I know it's weird, but I spent the money on it, and it's actually really good shit in general, which, I mean, it is Cookie Fam or Jungle Boy shit or whatever. But, I mean, the the Terps are phenomenal, and some of the effects are really good. But I can't do the cartridges. I don't know if if that's kind of what you're getting at. What do you got there? Back it up just a little bit. Yeah, you got so that's kind of what I got. The nitric collector. Look at the puddle in there. there. Yeah, you got a bunch of recycle in there. Is that liquid? No, that's that's just straight up uh, reclaim. Yeah, yeah, I got a little bit. Yeah, mine's not that bad. I don't know what to do, man. It's like I know I can just blow it out, but yeah, well, soak it in alcohol. And yeah, just get. I mean, but that's not hindering our effects, though. Like I think I was talking about the bong thing the other night. Yeah. yeah, resin. Yeah, you know just, when you said that, it like that. Yeah, What's when that? you said that, I immediately went <laughs> clean my ball. What about the honey badger? <laughs> what I about mean, the honey badger? So stupid, but I mean, I had somebody do that with me, and I 
don't smoke a lot. And I think that's because of just the, it gets me high, man. I just don't need that much. I mean, it fucking kicks that dab will fuck me up. And the power I smoked. I I put it to the test and and it was, it was for real, man. I got higher after I cleaned it. Yeah. I mean, that simple. It wasn't, it wasn't that dirty, but it had talking about yeah right. it really does man and that's what kind and of and i didn't even think about that you know i had clean water and everything but my stem had a little bit of something down in there and that's and, what i usually it, do is I, when i have a down yeah and, it, talking, and it's a glass clean that a lot yeah constantly yeah it's the glass stem so now i'm gonna every time i pour out the water she told me oh Gosh, back it okay, up. I'm gonna... Are those globs in there? Yeah. <laughs> Are there globs in there? Damn. Yeah. Sure. Isn't that fucked up? And there's yeah. been, and that one is like, dude, it, it takes literally hours and hours and hours to clean. Because it's all intricate. No, yeah, dude. I smoked out some really pretty pieces, and that's who. That's yeah, I like to buy pieces that are a little bit more simple now because it's yeah, yeah, I like the beaker complicated for a minute to where it's like really and you don't smoke flowers out of those, you never get ash and shit out of there. No piece of weed or something. Yeah, it's it's hard enough to get the old the the other shit out of there, you know. Yeah, I found you know what I found to be my friend is oil, vegetable oil, like yeah not, it not, in, with it. not for bongs it combined with it i haven't tried it with bongs maybe with salt like big big grains of salt in oil maybe in water but i don't i i haven't tried it so i'm not gonna say to clean them no what i do is i whenever i'm done trimming or working and i i got sticky fingers you know yeah. i get some vegetable just a cap full of vegetable oil yeah, I either dab my fingers oh, in it yeah. and a paper towel too. The reason why that it, works, is just rub it, you know. The oils from the the not the turps, but the the sugars and yeah. the oils that are stuck on your fingers bind with the olive oil or the yeah. vegetable oil, and which is easier to come off. I use butter. Way, way better, and it I leaves your butter. fingers feeling good, you know. Yeah, I use, I just use butter. Yeah, butter. Yeah. I just use a little bit of butter. Yeah, there because you go. What happens if you get what you're talking about is when you use soap and you get under the, the faucet, it warms up, it just coats you it even more. It just spreads it out. Yeah. It doesn't take it, it doesn't bond with anything to take it off of your finger. And that's where the oil comes in because the vegetable oil or butter, which has milk fats, it bonds with that. And so now there's something for it attached to, which helps it come off your finger. Because, <laughs> dude, otherwise, like Earl, when we blast that and you get some Earl on you, oh my God, that shit's almost as bad. <laughs> well, I use, oh, uh, sticky, super sticky. It's, I think it's better to use like vegetable oil or whatever oil yeah, well, oil in general bonds yeah just something that bonds with it to help get it off your finger yeah instead of trying to use a surfacant that's gonna like dissolve it or something like that you're just gonna hurt your skin you know over exactly. time exactly you're gonna irritate, irritate your shit trying to get it off and i and i've done it yeah. everybody's done it where they've got these little nooks and crannies where their fingers are solid and they got it turns white and you're like god oh, damn it you know you know okay the worst right enough when you're when you get into like bulk not bulk trimming but i don't know if this happened to you guys but it's so sticky that it pulls the skin away from your fingernail and you get like this little raw shit <clears throat> on your finger because 
I don't know how to explain it. I've been, I've been thinking I haven't worked with that much material before. Oh, yeah, it pulls your... Oh, fuck, it's, it's, uh, I, I've been thinking I've been going crazy because you guys see me with this giant slab of batter in front of me. Oh, let me see it. Oh, it's, it's gone. I literally just finished. I have to pull out a new one. I got oh, is that what you were just saying? I'm sorry. I cut you off. I got oh, some crumble. Okay. So previous, previous to me dabbing the entirety of a slab, like some kind of feed that I am for THC, whatever, I got glaucoma. <laughs> it's medicine. Uh, uh, previous to me doing that, uh, I, I, I had the slab sitting out. Uh, well, I, I don't know if you guys uh, can see that or not. Oh, that's pretty. Yeah, Talking. you know what? That looks nice. That's the Raspberry Waltz number three, the Urkel dominant one. Dude, I was gonna say that kind of looks like a. It reminds me of like a Corkle kind of look to it, you know. Corkle's an Urkel hybrid too. Yeah. I was like, that looks like a Corkle like kind of. You'd be like, man, this is familiar. That looks beautiful, man. It was just a strange thing, but what I was gonna say is, uh, I have the tendency of this shatter flaking apart and getting stuck to my fingers, and I easily I actually don't sense it or notice it. For times and uh, you know, for like maybe hours or like right. much of the day, because it just and I peel there. it off. I eventually find it and peel it off, and it's it peels smoking. off a layer of skin. Oh like no, it bonds with you. Oh fuck, yeah. Maybe you'll find chunks of it like stuck to shit or in my hair, or you know, just like on my you know pants. Because if you wash it, what happens? Yes, on your pants. And That's you what I mean. It, I I, I sit down from places. Your I like sit. I'll like goes away, dude. It's I'll, I'll, shit. I'll stand up. I was literally like sit up. There, there's two instances where this has happened. One to one extreme, but it, uh, Curry, you know, randomly once in a while I'll sit up and I'll hear like a, you know, like a little <laughs> sound. Bad. I'm like, oh, Locked, I, I sat. Yeah, I literally just sat on a piece of shatter and my butt was stuck yeah. to the fucking cushion. Literally glued. <laughs> Where uh, I, I literally pressed rosin one time and it was really good. I had uh, San Fernando Valley OG and I had Bubba Kush. And the San Fernando Valley OG pressed out and it was a little bit more saucy, you know, a little bit more liquidy where it was still wanting to stay attached to the paper a little bit more. I wanted to stick on to the parchment a little bit more. Yeah, I've noticed Whereas, some of them are, yeah, they don't, like even a silicon pad, like yeah. they're, it's like, if you don't get it cold and, and snap the, off, they don't want it. it doesn't want well, the, the Bubba Kush was stable. I'm out of here. I, I gotta go, guys. I'm yeah, tired. I'm, I'm doing a Johnny. Uh, yeah. I'm talking to you, Johnny. Yeah, I'll see you guys later. All right, man. Thanks for staying with us. See you guys tonight. Yeah, yeah. till tonight. Bet you bet. See you later. Right. Money. Rest easy, man. Does it say six eleven right now? It probably, probably does. I know it's Dude, I'm telling five you. o'clock here, man. Yeah. It's crazy. This fucking sugar. My eyes burn. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'm done too, man. I'm out. I'm gonna do this dab, and then yeah, I'm done. Yeah, I just yeah. that last one. I got a little bit of a bowl I'm smoking and I got some nugs broken up.
Cool. But I'm glad I got this thing figured out. That was that was a concern. Here, actually, why we're here and no one's doing nothing. Let me see if I can do this real quick. All right. So this is what do you guys you still just see me, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay, what do you see now? Nothing? Nothing, Nothing because oh, I probably wait, wait a second. Ready? I do. Yes. Okay, we're on my screen. Yep. We're good. We're good. We see everything that you're seeing on your screen, just to let you know. Perfect. perfect. This is just cool. It's kind of weird. Perfect. This is my database. Cool. This is for real. Yeah. <laughs> you can see. Okay, now I'm going to run a movie. I want to see if how, what, if you guys can, if this is. Nope. I build my own PCs, man. I've been a lot around long enough to know, you know how uh, this works. This, to nice. this, this reminds right, me hold, of... Hold on one sec. Okay, so this is not even too easy. Right back there. So you can see my pointer and everything, correct? Yeah. Awesome. That's the Bubba O in the, in the corner. Yeah, we'll be able to get in some really good topics, man. That's the grass skirt. I I went sweet skirt, grass skirt. The other one had too much nitrogen. But at the end of this year, I showed the Ortega. This is a throwback plant that I have. That's one of the hash plant forms that that missile and that that's definitely it. And this yeah. is one of the Ortega phenos, and that's the Bubba O. And the difference in how they can still be wide bladed, but very different in that form. You, you can see it. I mean, it, it's that simple. It's definitely, you know, nowhere near sativas, but cool. That worked. You guys can see the shit and everything. Yeah. Perfect. Beautiful. Awesome. All right. So, yeah, I literally have decades of this kind of information. Oh, that's <laughs> amazing. Thank yeah. God. It's pretty disgusting, dude. Like, literally. Dude. Like I'm, I, bad. I'm really, really bad. You, you don't know what all the catalogs, everything, dude. Uh, I documented everything. It's fucking endless. I, I'm I, telling you, I <laughs> didn't. I didn't document everything. I did, but I didn't. But I, everything. the things I documented on are on things that are unretrievable. I can't get. But anything, help, yeah, anything, anything helps to a, to a degree. But yeah, all right. Perfect. Well, uh, works out wonderfully. But yeah, there's so much information. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. Hey, there's Colombian gold, at least one of them. And that's very, very kind of what we're looking for. I think this guy got a little dark in the later, and that's why it's darker <laughs> here and lighter here. But indoors. Dude, I got one. Hey, I got one. Not a you're probably gonna hate me for this. I don't know exactly. All right, what it, works, it but, works. But it's a fifteen. It's a fifteen weaker. You know. Oh yeah, I can imagine. And that's and uh, it looks it looks like that, but it's starting to have some kind of deficiencies, and I don't know if it's because yeah. I didn't talk about it. Well, on the back end, it's usually always potassium phosphorus because it if it didn't need all its nitrogen. Then it's going to start re-vegging or starting new growth because it's just looking for food. 
But if it's not looking for food and it's resonated and looks like it's finishing normal, it's just kind of hungry still, hit it with something that's got phosphorus and potassium. Dude, it's still it's still like middle for it. Hit go heavy phosphorus, or at least you know, not heavy, but something that's gonna get yeah. maybe some carbs, some type of sugars for it. Yeah, I've been giving it some uh, potato water and shit like that. Silica, you know, I do silica just for to help. I don't know. There's kind of this. I mean, sulfur yeah. is good mid to late additive. Yeah, it's just it's the hungriest one out of all of them. It's the only one that has anything wrong with it. Yeah. You know? If it's still got some green on it, then just keep pushing phosphorus. And even tip burn, people bitch, you know, say, oh, you're frying the tips. Frying the tips is just let you know that's as much as it can take, but you can push up until you see fried tips. If your tips aren't fried, fucking go ahead and push your push your numbers a little bit. Push your phosphorus right. and potassium levels. I do organic, but uh, I, with that one, I might have to. to, get, I might have to there. Yeah, that'll make it. You might have to do something with that one. Uh, foliar, possibly. No, it's too it's too late for that. Yeah, because it's going to be slow uptake. Yeah, something that's going to react that quick. Yeah, that's going to be I got this. Uh, so I've been using this. Um, I just ran out like le- like a week ago, and I think that I need to like hit it two times a week for it. You know, and uh, yeah, you bet. You know, I ran. It's this uh, raw NPK. I've been using that. Yep. And. Uh, that shit's that shit's you're make, you're mixing awesome. your own, you're mixing your own formula. Well, I could do that. I, I guess I have the stuff. I just don't know. Hold on one second. This is gonna, yeah, this could be a long conversation, man. I mean, where's your <laughs> because if you're you know, right, I, yeah. I do appreciate brands that 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 I went through the you know the process of instead of having a whatever commercial slash industrial slash horticultural grade fertilizer they went past that you know and they're they're more towards the you know uh research slash analytical grade you know they purified their things where you're not getting stupid ass residual fucking non-dissolvable shit by the end yeah it's stuff it's stuff i don't mind laying around in the soil I've done bioorganic is kind of my, I'm not doing a hydro clean and I'm not doing a heavy soil. I kind of like this space in between, Mm -hmm. but I I feed my plants everything that they're getting, even though I start in a mended soil mix, but I I feed the, I control the back end. Yeah. This isn't a a shout out for either brand, but Floriflex plus Ramo Newts. To me, would almost be complete because you, you know you use the Floriflex as the base. The, the you say Remo, like Remo yeah. the grower. Yeah, Remo news. One more time. Remo, Remo, Remo. R R E M O Remo. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so especially, especially where it becomes the his uh, velo. <laughs> what about organic? Does Carol Cushman have any more? Remo even does he have like a late flowering organic solution? Yeah, the yeah. the Astro Flower, which well, yeah. is basically like his formulation of what Advanced Nutrients has is uh, would give you in <laughs> packages. It costs. I got some. Uh, for a great I got some. Uh, speaking all uh, fifteen of them. <laughs> zero Double Ten from uh, Good Old General Hydro. 
the uh, <laughs> leftover from uh, 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 that's I mean, I'm usually a super soil or amended soil guy, but if anyone knows if I were to set up my own hydro, my own hydro setup would be with Florflex and Rainbow Nutrients. Okay, so I did I did DW so so what would you pick up? Sorry, what what would you so I don't know. I agree with the Floraflex um hundred percent. It's so clean. And it's like my my brother's running it too, and he's, he's just he's pumping shit out with these autumn flowers. That is just something I've never seen before. And I've done autos more than him, and I'm just like, whoa, that's nice. You know? First run, yeah. Well, first run with four. Lucky too, you know. So I mean, yeah. And the thing is too, he's getting pretty lucky because he's doing DIY. And the setup he's doing is like this trough setup. It looks like something you, you do lettuce in, but a little bit bigger, you know. Dude, hydro and DWC and, and NFT, dude, it's so fast. And it's, it's a mix. Styled, dude. It's fucking unstoppable. That's all he did for the first, you know, like month and a half. Dude, it is. It's crazy. I don't know how he's going to run out of room. So fast. He's I using, keep up with it. He's using uh, 315s <laughs> and 630s. So he's gonna be he's gonna run out of room because they're pretty low, you know. <laughs> he he doesn't he doesn't have the height. That's how many sites he's got going. Um, he's got. No, that's okay. what you're saying. Each each table or something. Yeah, he's got. Dude, I could show you. <laughs> yeah, we tried. We did like a twenty site, and uh, I forget what the other one was. Yeah, we should talk more. Man, fuck. <laughs> Because those the troughs and the, the usually the problem, and I heard Red Pill say this: the pumps, you know, when they heat the water, and that's where the bioorganic problems start, and fucking you get, you know, parasites. Dude, Floraflex though, bacteria and shit. Floraflex is the bomb. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. If you guys got solutions for that, man, I'd love to get back into it. Right now, I got fucking. I was thinking about getting back into it just to pump out some Floraflex, man. Honestly, because. It just, I, I want to be able to be like, hey, here's what my, the potential of my fucking shit has that, to look like. That's what my philosophy was that you were asking about is I, <clears throat> if I were going to set up a hydro setup, I would do Floriflex with Raymond Newts because Floriflex to me is the base Newts and I oh, would supplement with the uh, Raymond. What would you supplement with Remo? Uh, his astro flower, astro maybe flower. the nature's candy, but basically I would, I would, I would delete the, uh, uh, rainbow nutrients, base nutrients, you know, the part, right. part B type shit, because I'm already Florence? using the Floriflex, but I would supplement in veg what he has as uh, velo kelp, which is just a bunch of B vitamins and amino acids. And then in flower, I would okay. supplement with that astro flower, which is just his formulation of where he originally started with advanced nutrients and they have uh, overdrive. Uh, <laughs> astro, astro flower or astro bloom, I can't remember what it's named is. It's just Ramo's version of uh, overdrive. That's the spawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Overdrive with the, uh, I've, I've seen to work the best. And you don't need the tarantula either or nothing. 
but over, just I did a I did a side by side overdrive with um yeah me too yeah me too I've oh, what was it gosh damn yeah. it. I got like a process, a whole combination of stuff that I use in there because bud swell is kind of like mid to late bloom. I use bud blaster for final, just like final finish finish. There's bud, what is it, beastie bloom or something for Fox Farm that I've used for the swelling of the cadences after bud set and like cha-ching prior to bloom to get bud set and all that. Cha-ching shit works, man. Cha-ching. Uh, not to Ching, uh, open sesame. Yeah, to Ching on the back. Yeah, you're, end, okay. you're, 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 you have your, what, what was the, you have your, oh, your open sesame is like the, uh, That's bud the, the bud igniter. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The bud the igniter. Or even the, like the bud, beastie, the beastie like bud blood. Yeah, the beast and be, yeah, yeah, exactly. Bud blood. And then and the I beastie think, blooms is like, I think he's like bud well. in advance nutrients. I'm not sure. That's a tr I'm not sure on that one. Beastie bloom is a weird, it's like a 0 55 30. Yeah, the beastie blooms yeah. is like the big Tons bud for advanced nutrients. And then yeah, the yeah. overdrive is your cha -ching. Is the late. Yeah. But I, okay, now this is what I'm saying. Out of all those products, and I'm just sort of saying I've used them overdrive i'd use before cha-ching i've been using cha-ching literally in the last couple of years and didn't see enough response from it to be like am i really getting my money from it okay so i went from cha-ching to bud blaster which is actually from supernatural brands and it's a salt but it's it very, sounds familiar man is it blue is I think it, blue? it used to be, but it's like a white salt now. I think it used, and I've always remembered it kind of being like a blue, but that's what like Peter's, we're, well, we're probably talking like Peter's or Miracle Growy looking shit. Hey, uh, Peter's, yeah. please, please, uh, can you, as far as Peter goes, uh, Peter. I, for the love of God, if Chad Westport is still in the chat right now, I'm not looking at chat, but yeah. earlier today, there was a uh, Future Cannabis Projects James Loud show where he did trivia and he asked one of these questions like what's the first nutrients that hydroponic growers were using for cannabis and everyone was like GH 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 and I'm like Peter's 2020 yes Peter's that's what I wrote and first Peter's uh 30 10 30 10 for blue Yes, well, I, I didn't know the exact well, wasn't it something things, before so Peter's or they changed the name of Peter's Okay, so I technically wrote <laughs> Peter's 15, 15, 15. That's, I didn't know hey, the exact I remember this, 2020. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, well, see, my, my same uncle, the same uncle that told me about Puna Butter told me about Peter's. And yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm a late. This is pre-Miracle Grow. No, no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, we're pre-Miracle. So, yeah, so yeah, yeah. please, for the love of God, in trivia's sake, if Chad Westport is there, if Peter of... <laughs> future cannabis projects is there no, does, Pete, does peter the well, and it's funny because it's pete right peter is uh does that predate gh i thought it did Ooh, yeah i'm pretty sure it does okay yeah i could, I could probably tell you that yeah pretty sure it does gh goes back man i will get you know because yeah they've been around for a minute but i think peter because wow. you know, like i said we're talking pre a competitor, a, a competitor to Scott's, which is another lawn. We're kind of talking lawn yeah. competing brands almost. 
So you have Peters. NASA uses General Hydro, man. It's turf, and you got to now we're talking agriculture, not just pot, you know. And yeah. it's yeah, that's the whole tomato farmer thing too, because you'll start to go down yeah. the tomato farmer thing. But everything they, they want, everything. Uh, it was NASA. better than miracle grow. It was better than because you could you you could work with it a little bit more. I think or something like that. Yeah, yeah, miracle grow is versatile because oh man, it's just. It's just bad, though. It's bad. <coughs> bad stuff. All, it's, all of what we're talking about is basically the argument. <laughs> that, and yeah, you know, and there's other arguments to it because it's not it's not what you're using; it's how it's used. But and then the arguments for organics is we've polluted things so much already, or we're just making so much pollution. It doesn't even matter if you're trying to use a pure soil or a pure element it's already polluted already so what, what why are you focusing on these peers when it's all polluted or and and there's a mentality yeah but then you're walking on piles of trash on the side of the road already and then no and i'm not even worried that's not where i'm getting what i'm what i'm saying is for my own what works for me and we should you know everybody should just do that and concentrate on what works for them and, oh yeah and then figure it out from there instead of you know oh i wasn't trying to if i sounded like i was trying to uh direct you i never am <laughs> it's always suggestions no, not at all yes. but my method i get the organic twist and everybody wants everything to be natural i guess is the idea dude you know what i was thinking kind of feed it what it what it wants and communicate with the plant rather than just thinking that we can you know, I think the idea of organics is some people consider it to be easy because you just amend your soil to in a certain way that it'll finish on itself. You just got to water it. That's great for the person that wants to Dude, do it. Dude, I didn't even process. water it last year. That's not what I like to do in cannabis. You, what did you say? You didn't even water it? I didn't even water my outdoor last year. You don't have to if you're in, a, in an area. That gets and I, I used, uh, the whole thing is I used... Uh, Though I know why it's because I use vermiculite, because I use mushroom cornfields. That's why we did cornfields because they irrigated them. We didn't have to worry about water. But mushroom compost plus being surrounded by three of the five Great Lakes. Yeah, lots of lots of moisture and like bogs. I threw down a like sixty pounds of oyster mushroom straw in the outdoor grow i gave it to my brother this year i'm helping him out a little bit so some of the stuff i'm talking about is from there but um i gave him some of that stuff and uh oh yeah the oyster mushroom straw and a bunch of like leftover um scraps from my faa you know, fish amino acid stuff, which is basically a bunch of fish and brown sugar and a little bit of lactobacillus serum, you know. And had a good day, and we'll see how that goes. That was my re-amending. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's well, typically the, know. Yeah, the shells, dude, that's a lot of really good shit, too. Dude, yeah. Oh, man, and there's a... Man, shells. I don't know how, yeah. but po how do you pulverize shells? You know, communicate it to me. It's calcium. just it's communication. I think, it I think it's calcium. Is what it comes yeah. to. Yeah, you're right. It has to leach off, and yeah, it's just a molecule. It's a calcium molecule. When it, when yeah. It comes so, all right. Well, I'm out, man. I'm crashing. You guys have burned me down. <laughs>
But very cool meeting you guys. Till next time. Yes. Till tomorrow. Till tonight. For sure. Uh, I hope you can pop in for 420. Oh, dude, done. Yeah, guaranteed. You bet, man. I'll be, I'm kind of just, you know, still working through what I'm going to do for summer here and trying to figure out where I'm going to go and try to get something done. So, but I got a couple weeks for anything to happen. So I'll be dropping in quite a bit on you guys and bullshit. All right. All right. Well, maybe get some, a little bit of rest and then pop in a little 420 sesh. You bet, man. Good meeting you guys. Till next time. Be cool. For sure. You too, man. Later. Peace out. Ciao, ciao. Yep. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Eagle, for letting us go on. You know, that's pretty cool. Yep. And let you take over. I'm I'm I can stay up for hours, so but I should probably try to make myself go to sleep. How are it's you? Up to you. I, I can go for a little uh, I can pack another ball and go for a little bit more. Or... Yeah, what do you want to talk about? Oh man, I didn't have anything pulled up. Uh, what do I want to talk about? Neither you got I. something that the least conversation yeah. leaves off on? Yeah. Um, Summer, you know, do you, what, what about outdoor? What do you got going on for outdoor? Oh, there's going to be, um, we're calling it. Three Sisters OG, which I think it's a chem sister OG crowns, something like that. Um, don't know where I got it from. And uh, another one is um, the Triple OG, the Burning Man, the, um, which to me is, I like it. It's like curry. It smells like curry and fuck, <laughs> like curry. Exotic genetics, yeah. Burning Man, Triple OG. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. well, it's Burning Man. It's Spirit in the Sky crosses Triple OG, but and a, a Spirit in the Sky that does that have the purple, uh, peyote purple in it? Ah, um, uh, we'd have to look it up on that. Okay, yeah, I so. don't even know. Peyote, per, peyote purple is a very overlooked strain and it's more bag appeal than anything and a lot of yeah. people overlook it because it's only 11 percent thc well i'll tell you what that uh that burning man a lot of people didn't like it because it doesn't really do too much for them and i don't blame them but i like the turp i think it the taste is the taste is funny, man. It's it's got a yeah. funny taste to it, you know. I can appreciate uh, I, it. Yeah, I I like that kind of shit. I'll sacrifice that because, like I said, I'm, you know, if you if you can provide if you're a caretaker for yourself, you can provide your own medicine. Yeah. You're already medicated off whatever it may be, right? So you have you can go off of the novelty. Right, you can you you can smoke a peyote purple for fun, because you're already medicated on maybe say RSO or edibles or dabs or what whatever else, right? So yeah. now, what I think of that is is for me my situation where that would come in handy is people that I go on like family reunions with or shit like that, or they don't want none of my none of the weed that I like. They don't want. They want wedding cake. 
one hit off of a joint is going to make them feel like they're on acid. Right? Oh, okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you like? I, I don't mean to, I don't mean to brag, but I'm just saying the people, my older relatives, that take one hit off of a joint and they feel like they're on acid, right? So that they want weed that's more uh, acceptable in the social environment. So that's where I'm saying like purple peyote, peyote purple. Will come in handy because it's beautiful looking weed. It's like, hey, look at this weed. Look at what I'm about to roll up. But then it's only 11.9% THC. So no one's going to get so fucked up to where they're hallucinating and being like, oh, I can't take any more of that. It's like acid. That's what we would do. We'd, we'd go on family reunions. What a puppy dog. She was freaking out for a second. I don't know if you've seen it. I'm sorry. I was listening, but yeah. Yeah, no, I can totally understand that. There's a kitty there. Yeah, I got my doggy upstairs. So Trinity, she doesn't like my dog. <laughs> but anyway, so your older folks were like tripping out, basically. They're like, oh my God, what did you do to this? Yeah, they're like, this never... is bastard. So I'm, I think in a social setting, that's why I'm kind of more chasing right now, the lower percent. I don't like, I mean, I'll sacrifice bag appeal and pigment. I want nice purple social weed. You know, I want people to see what I'm rolling up and be thrilled to smoke it, but then smoke it, but then not be blown away with so how potent it is and be all in paranoia mode. I want people to smoke the whole joint into entirety. Yeah. You know, without freaking out. Um, this, uh, you know, I told, I don't know if you remember me talking about the flow, but the flow that I have is like um, basically, it's, it reminds me of something like that myself. Um, everybody tells me that they like. It, but I think they're just saying that they like it because it tastes good. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I and I'm someone who has a high tolerance, so I'm looking to get a little bit blazed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's not particularly my favorite. I've had the flow. I like that terpene profile. It's it's weird, man. I have this lavender growing too in the same. Is that messing your your microphone up when I move that? No, not that bad. Okay, sorry. So I have uh, this lavender growing, and I go to my girlfriend. I'm like, "Hey, smell this," you know. She's like, "Wow," and I'm like, "Yeah, smell this." And it's the flow, and she's like, "What?" And I'm like, "Yeah, isn't that weird?" Like it oddly smells close to this lavender plant. And it's, I don't understand, man. I, it's its unique, man. It's definitely unique. And um, outdoors, it's like, the, it's so cool. And honestly, it had two spots, two spots of uh, powdery mildew that, as soon as I seen him, and mind you, this was before I built a little roof or anything. It, this this was totally exposed to Michigan weather. 
not being watered. Uh, I amended it with like seabird guano, rock phosphate, oyster shell, um, alfalfa meal, vegan mix, and some other some other nitrogen stuff and uh, some compost and worm castings, okay? And uh, so I had a nice little mix in there. And the vermiculite from the uh, mushroom bags that I made myself um, and brown rice flour. So that was, that was the base that it was growing in. And it was from a clone of a clone. Okay. And <laughs> which was weird that it threw a seed out, I guess, but I kind of let it go really long to, to where it was like dark purple. And the, the leaves were like, they just, it still wanted to go. I mean, it could have went till December, man. But dude, I, I fucking, I literally didn't have to water it. It had two spots of powdery mildew that I hit with, um, what did I use, man? Oh. I used something that was, uh, I just, yeah, I think I used my OHN, honestly. Yeah, that's when I was using the OHN a lot. And I think I just used the OHN in lactobacillus. To be honest, yeah. Um, I would hit it with lactobacillus and then I'd hit it with that. But, dude, that stuff, it was incredible. Anyway, I don't like it that much, <laughs> you know. But I do like it. I liked it when it was totally finished. Indoors, it's kind of hard to finish like that with everything else going on. <clears throat> yeah, we've taken that same plant and finished it, uh, taking that outdoor, uh, you know, indoor flowering plant, finished it outdoor flowering. Well, no, I had a, uh, see, that was a clone from the one that I had indoors. And the one, so the one indoor had a more gassier smell to it. And the one that was outdoor had a way more, I'm talking straight up lavender scent to it. And yeah. it dark, dark purple. And that's the, uh, it's weird because I was like, it's a clone, you know? And I just didn't let, I guess indoor, I didn't, it didn't get what it needed, you know? Didn't give it what it needed. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd wonder what was the driving factor to that, but the regardless, if it was like extremely lavender, uh, reminiscent of lavender, that's a good that's a good sign. That probably means you have a lot of uh, linalool. Yeah, it's like it's good. Like I said, it's not my go-to because it's not like a really super. I don't get super stoned off of it though, and sleepy at all like it's not it, it kind of brings me up you know this one does it, it clears my head a little bit more than makes me stoned and trippy or anything like that yeah i think see that's the thing is 
a lot of people, uh, I think, over um, whatever, I think people like uh, um, mercy a little too much. Yeah. I think mercy contributes to what we call the negative. Of, there's negative effects to indica and sativa. That THC disease is real, man. Like when your gut hurts and you need to take a shower. I know somebody, I know somebody that's been, sorry, I know somebody that's been doing that for years that um, probably, I don't know, we, he probably doesn't even know or we don't know. I'm just talking hypothetically about him, but really he has been taking the bomb to the shower with him like ever since we were kids because he needs to take a, a warm shower or something when he's, I don't know, it's like it's like his bathroom ritual. That's weird. That, that almost sounds like and it's something I don't believe in any at all, but the cannabis hypermesis. That's what I'm talking about. A lot of people say the only remedy for that is taking a hot shower. That's what I'm saying is he would like smoke weed and then take a hot shower. Yeah. So I'm like, I think, like, I think when I heard about that, that's the guy I thought of, you know what I mean? Cause I've known him for years and I went and lived with him. I, I like after years and of knowing him I, and then not seeing him. And I went and seen him down in Florida and he had the same, same issues. Where he was having a bong in the shower, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm not gonna call it an issue because you know, but I like to I like to smoke weed when I'm doing my bathroom thing. I mean, I need to get my own fucking bathroom and shit because <laughs> I'm too fucking stoner, you know. But yeah, <clears throat> that flow, the lavender terp, is real. It definitely is. And um, my problem is, is uh, it doesn't get me to, you know, so I got, I hit it with a Gorilla Glue, that glue sniffer. And hopefully it brings up the, uh, like, I don't know, the THC level, you know. Well, what I, what I think it is, the difference between Mercine and uh, Linalool is Linalool is giving you those more uh, medicinal benefits without bogging you down like a, co- a couch lock. Yeah. So that's from Mercine. Yeah, Mercine, I like, I like that licorice, right? That's the Mercine. I don't, dude. I had some <laughs> Sunset Sherbert. I think that's what it was. Sunset Sherbert, I was like, pure... Almost t- to me, dude, I swear to God, it tasted like and smelled like uh, if someone literally spilled a shot of Jägermeister in this uh, jar, this baller jar of uh, sauce and diamonds. Like it smelled and tasted straight up like some fucking Jägermeister. Oh, dude, you know what? Let me tell you something. If that was in some diamonds, you got to be weary about that shit. telling you sometimes they they be putting they add some terps in there you know so yeah you know, that's why I, I like i dude i only make it myself i can't 
for the diamond thing, I can't in this in the sauce stuff. I can't trust anything. Like I gotta do it myself. I can't crumble and stuff like that, dude. I know, like honestly, the stuff at the store, it's not gonna be that bad. You know, it's just yeah. not. I can I can tolerate it. My, I mean, my body responds. I can dab uh, lesser or mediocre quality shatter than I can poor or bad quality flour. I cannot tolerate smoking bad quality quality flour. Yeah, I just throw it out, or t- I try to turn it into like uh, edibles. But honestly, is it worth it? Like. <laughs> It's the kind of edibles that doesn't really work for you. <laughs> You're like, did, it, did you guys feel that edible? <laughs> but I try. I've, dude, I've tried to make so many different things over the past two years and have wasted probably over a couple pounds. Easy. Just trying to concoct and like develop something and it's been taking me some time but i figured out the best method is to use a crock pot and go old school with it man with the butter you know just use a fucking crock pot take your time 129 129 degrees i went into this a little bit too but i'm more of a fan of going the extra uh, measure and turning something into extract, whether it be RSO or distillate. And then you put that in the crock pot with your butter yeah. or oil. Yeah. And that's then you can better measure a dose. Agreeable. No, 100%. That's, that's how you do it. Yeah. Even, you know, with the RSO, though, you, that's a full, sometimes it's a more, you get more of the spectrum you know, than uh, regular extracts. So you gotta really, you gotta really throw that into the lab, throw it to the lab, because- It just makes a better superior edible, I believe, because you can cook it into something and not translate the taste of the chlorophyll. Plus you can measure out actually uh, way closer to whatever milligram that portion is, that one piece of brownie, that one cookie. Yeah. 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 I think it's a lot easier, you know, especially when like, oh my gosh, you just throw like, like you can use shatter too. It's, mm-hmm. You know, yeah. throw shit out in there. That's awesome. I did that before I made hard candies. I got a recipe for hard candies that involves shatter and you don't have to decarboxylate it because the point of finishing the hard candies is 375 degrees so you drop the giving too many details crucial trade secrets away but you drop the temp you drop your shatter in there when the temperature is climbing and when you make hard candies you'll learn over time that you climb the the it takes a long time to get to 375 with hard candies but then the time it takes to get to 375 to 390 is literally like just a minute, like a minute and a half. And you want to drop your shatter in there at 375. And then when it gets to 390, pour it into the molds. Bam. 
bam. That's a tech right there. That's yeah. how you make those really good heart candies. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. That's good because I want to make these, uh, like these, the cinnamon, uh, some cinnamon ones, you know, for the throat. I love cinnamon. I got some uh, apple chips coated in cinnamon sitting like right. In. So. That's awesome. Yeah, I made some kale chips. That are sitting in my oven still. I haven't. That's like my breakfast is gonna be kale and kale and eggs, you know. Nice. But yeah, dude, that's good stuff. I, I like the uh, I like talking about the aquaponic ideas because you don't see too much of it. You see a lot of the same stuff, but you know, like having. What, what, like, dude, you're right. What would be snails? Would snails be a great source to be in a sip? I, I don't know. I, I saw a crawfish. Crawfish you know, in a sip, huh? Well, not in a sip, but in aquaponics. Like, they take. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. The tank of uh, fish. The motherfuckers will eat each other, though. The bio waste that the fish make, I've seen where people will drain that off into an aquarium just full of like crawdaddies or whatever. Mm -hmm. right? And then, then they drain that off to a, a completely another reservoir. And then they treat that for whatever, like a lot of time it's uh, iron. I supplement with iron. Oh yeah. So the only things that they're supplementing hydroponically or you know whatever to that final reservoir is everything that you couldn't get through aquaponics. So like uh, that, that's how a lot of people are, uh, you know, feeding plants, you know, veg through flour and cannabis' sake. You know, it's very easy to have a, a super basic or um, limited aquaponic setup and do uh lick uh licorice no lettuce uh you can do lettuce very limited aquaponic setup but to do cannabis you need a whole lot more macro and micronutrients so the way people are doing that is with a fish tank and then a crawfish tank and then a supplementary you know hydroponic tank yeah and even more, another on top of that, where that water goes, like I was saying, let's do sip containers. Yeah. Let's let's make the best aquaponic nutrient feeding you can possibly make, and then put that in the reservoir for a sips container. Yeah. If and I can see if you run a two week, um, you know, from well, so, that, so. yeah, yeah, from transplant flower yeah you know yeah you know what i mean uh no from a no from a like say if you take a cutting keep it two weeks and 24 or an 18 you know what i mean and uh if you if you only did it for two weeks you could actually set up like a lot to a really cool sea of green with like sea underneath the zip totes <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, my thing was like if I was going to do it in those earth boxes, I could fit two plants in the, one of those earth boxes 
So that's 24 plants in a 5 by 10 and I can top all those plants twice to make them grow four tops. Four times 24 is uh, 96. So okay. I would have basically 96 colas growing <laughs> in, a, in a 5 by 10 Dude, those things, this, the 45 gallon, yeah, crushes it. Yeah. It crushed, dude, it crushes it. It fucking crushes it. I was just thinking that, like, I was just thinking, like, oh, man, I would, I would really have to be fucking up and not get a fucking two pound of light yield off of that. Like, that's for sure going to yield 100 ounces plus. Yeah, it's gonna be good, dude. Ninety six. Those earth boxes are sweet, and those are what? Those are twenty gallon. Yeah, they're like rectangular, right? So that's I mean, you can plant. Yeah, two plants. Those are cool, man. This is the same concept. The thing that I did, the DIY, same concept. It's just not built with a three D printer and all cool and shit. You know, <laughs> I got. I basically. Uh, use the lid I cut it out like say this is the lid right here you know and I, I cut out the the thing the inside I put that in the uh, bottom and there's my water reservoir with the stem in there and then bam it's really, dude, it's so, I don't know if you were looking when I showed, when I was showing you the 45-gallon boys on wheels. Those are where it's at, man. It's, you can do three probably if you wanted to instead of just two. Shit, with those, with these totes, dude, you they got ninety six gallon totes. Yeah. Do you put drain holes on the bottom of them? No, I should, but no. <laughs> well, I just thought of that. You know, you're never doing drain to waste, but I just thought, like, do you put drain holes on the bottom of them? If you're not doing drain to waste. You know, this one, no, I didn't. Um, what I did is, um, what did I do? Dude, it's just a normal, just, yeah, just a normal yeah. concept. A stem in the middle that's made of PVC with some slits in it and a uh, bag full of soil. And then uh, the, uh, the, um, the feed tube is like I use three inch PVC or yeah, three inch. So I like it wide. <laughs> I don't know. That's just how I like it. But um, this is like its second or third, second or third run. She's been through some shit. And uh, she just still, she, the cool thing was it seemed like everything that was alive 
migrated somewhere. So I just, I like re-amended it, you know, and got her going and uh, everything seems happy. You know, I got some uh, marigolds and shit. You know, uh, I, I thought of this post uh, a few episodes ago when avocado tech was the subject. And I was thinking, like, isn't that the shit that those chicks rub on their face when they're doing that <laughs> facial thing? <laughs> Don't they do the avocado masks? Isn't that the same shit? Dude, that's hilarious. But yeah, they do. They do. That's funny. My back's about to fucking cry. Dude, that's so funny. And the cucumber, cucumber on the eyes. Yeah. I was thinking, is that the same thing or am I misremembering something? <laughs> that's avocado tech. You just smear it on your face. <laughs> Helps keep you young. <laughs> I've done it. You know. Who hasn't? <laughs> I've damn done, did everything you can with an avocado. Don't command. Just plug one of those little holes in it, put the microwave, 15 seconds. <laughs> American pie, that bitch. <laughs> mama came home. No, mama, no. <laughs> No, uh, <laughs> it's funny. No, I've been thinking about doing that. I got some worms coming <clears throat> from good old Uncle Jim's. I don't know where else to get worms. Yeah. I've always been I'm more intrigued by the uh, aeration worms, like those night crawlers. You know, me too, honestly. I've noticed my uh, red wigglers, they like to go to the bottom anyway. And everyone's like, oh, they like to be at the top. And I'm just like, what am I doing? You know, why are they so prone to go to the bottom? And I'm thinking it might be because I got them in like a, uh, a bucket, you know. And I'm not really doing much to it. And all that's where maybe all the moisture is and they're just happier down there. I don't know. I feel like they might be, they like, if you want to have more success, that's why they have the shallow bins with the red wrigglers. You know, I think maybe bucket styles or uh, even totes for worm bins. I think night crawlers and red wigglers are probably a good thing to have you know a good mix just anything bigger than five gallons you i think night crawlers would be bomb to have you know is, is it a depth thing more than the gallon size is it like anything more than 12 inches you would do dude honestly you ever see like you, you know how uh earthworms come up and they leave a bunch of shit underneath the tree root, like right on the tree's roots outside. Yeah. Same shit, man. I mean, you see that happening with the earthworms more than you do the red wrigglers. So the wrigglers are like, that. they have that fine gritty poop, you know? And like the earthworms have that big, 
that big like rabbit size shit you know that's like i don't know how to explain it but i think those earthworms they do a lot more up and downs you know than uh the wrigglers they kind of like look for a source i feel like and they they feed and then they if they don't have another source they'll keep feeding off of it until it's no there's nothing left you know and then at that point it's like you better have some food for them worms but usually it takes a while to really fucking kill them all off and if you're killing all killing all your worms off you're just not uh paying you know you're just doing something wrong i don't know you know (laughs) it's not that it's the first time i had it i had all these mites and shit right they weren't mites though they were they were good they were good they were uh soil soil uh soil bugs bugs or whatever huh like the little pirate bugs or whatever yeah something like that i don't know they're they're good though they're good guys and i i got rid of my worm bin and it was thriving man it was great i just um you know i planned on i plan on having them when i start a worm bin i plan on keeping it for like 10 years before i use it you know and i want to put valuable stuff into that worm bin stuff that means stuff to me you know a little bit like uh you know um i want to grab stuff from vacationing and throw it in there you know different fruits that i find on trails you know cool pine cones shit like that hopefully it breaks down over the years you know well I think that's like a little bit, you know, you're going to like put in a little, it's, you know, the American one would say crystals right now, but that, you know, that's a little bit of, uh, it's not just the microbes that are going in there at that point, then it's just, you know, your intentions. Yeah. Supplementing that. Yeah, it's nothing. Yeah. But I do feel like me and my brother were talking about what do we do with our dad's ashes, you know? And I was like, dude, we need to make a fucking, we need to get a property and throw them in the soil, throw them in the food web, man. Mm-hmm. You know? Fucking, why wouldn't I? <laughs> well, then you got to think, what do you do, though? Do you do the biggest application you can? You put in a foliar and spray it over a large mound, or do you just dose one plant with those ashes i thought of that i got my grandma do. those ashes yeah i love doing that with i would so. try to get i would dig down to the the clay layer of wherever i'm at trying to get try to find some clay or where i could find where the clay is yeah what, what, yeah which could be anywhere between half an inch and a foot where you're at right right and uh or it could be a little deeper than that honestly some places so with that being said anyway hopefully the deeper honestly the deeper and i would measure it i measure it by how deep it is like 
the deeper it is, honestly, I would love to put my whole box of my dad's ashes in one rose pot, but I know it's way, it would contaminate the land way too much. There's too many heavy metals and shit, right? But if I fucking dig down to a clay layer, I can, it, I, I believe that, that it, there'll be an, an equal exchange depending on, you know, the surface area and how much I'm using. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're, you're basically using this like that uh, flood and drain bed and you're, you're basically able to use it as hydroponic nutrients because the water's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. It's not going to drain through that. You're going you're gonna to take whatever is there and water solubility. Yeah, and that and that clay is gonna cash in all the all the bad stuff, basically, uh, all those heavy metals. That is, because that's why I want to dig down to where the clay is to start this to start that bed is because I really want the clay to clean up that heavy metal, and I'm also gonna have a lot of mushrooms that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna really do much with. But I'm gonna always have a lot of mushrooms growing wherever you know. It's like inevitable. So those help clean up some shit, which is awesome. You know. I always wonder how hard that would be to inoculate some outdoor area with a foreign psilocybin species. I'm working on it. <laughs> I am. I, I'm not afraid to say that shit, dude. I don't care. I'm working on shit like that. I have. Good, Good. That's a mean. I mean, they I do initially. If you, if you take that uh, azure uh, uh, azurensis. Yeah, Sorry. that would be Those a good If you take that, then uh, that's something that can proliferate in anything that's got uh, wood chips laying yeah. on lawn. You got yeah, wood chips on lawn, bags. you can grow those mushrooms. You can get bags of fucking uh, wood chip mulch from uh, Seattle and Washington and companies in Washington. It's already, and it's already got that mycelium. Well, it it doesn't purposefully, and yeah. they'll say that it's they'll say that it's pasteurized, but sometimes they 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 have such a big pile that they're doing a steam. You know, it's just I've seen that. I've seen it. Like you know, it, it grows like in abundancy. On the Snake River, I, Snake River, Oregon, Washington, dude, you're getting those perfect psilocybin. Yeah, they're waiting. huge. Yeah, they're huge. I don't care, dude. They're 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 so cool, and uh, they get so dark too. You know, mm -hmm. they get so dark. It's, yeah, it's that's great. what I want. I want the Sinensis, the Azurensis. That's right. what it is. The sign, yeah, yeah. In particular, the best I've ever had was the Mazatec yeah. variety, the Shaman Mazatec. And I believe I believe I I had I grew those out before, or it, I thought. Why do I think it was Mazatec? Are those two separate things? I might always I might fuck it up, but it's the too, Oaxacan, right? It's it's the ceremonial Oaxacan variety. Dude that they have yeah. that that's the real deal like i know a lot that's of people are like you gotta, take, you gotta take five grams you know like no dude 1.5 grams gave me visual auditory hallucinate 
hallucinations, gave me paralysis. It gave me an, the ability to have an OB uh, E if I wanted to, out of body experience. I thought I died. I came to the point where I literally was thinking like, well, I'm about to die right now. And the only thing holding me on to reality was the thought of me being irresponsible and dying and having my friend have to explain to my mom that I died taking mushrooms. So that was the only thing that, you know, grounded me onto the earth because that's usually what to sleep. <laughs> yeah. You're supposed to catapult from that point. You're supposed to be like, well, I died. I'm in the afterlife. And then you go from that point on. Well, I've been to some weird places doing uh, taking some mushrooms, man. I'll tell you that much. Uh, some weird fucking places, but I will say I love I love to uh, grow every kind of mushroom. You know what I'm saying? They're cool. They're cool, man. They fucking you can talk to them, and they they kind of so do plants when you talk to them. I don't think it's just CO2. I think, I think. I, I think the plants are like dogs. And they have unconditional love. And I mean, the plants, they can I mean, that's not very, that's not very sensible because we don't have all the information to know that, if you know what I mean. But the concept is actually kind of, uh, it's interestingly, yeah, I would say. Well, I, I believe that if you do have the ability to grow your own medicine, the plants can kind of figure out uh, what kind of level you need that medicine. So regardless on your green thumb, I, I swear to God, I believe that people that need it as medicine tend to have a better ability to grow like really dank ass wheat. Yeah, I plants agree. Plants figure that. it out. You know, they're like this person that that I'm that the plant that I'm being grown by needs this medicine. Shit, people with a good VPD in that care have shown to make great progress just using VPD in water. <laughs> you know, like what? That's kind of crazy. With water only, um, a water only mix, you know what I mean? But uh, yeah. I use water only mixes for now. And honestly, I will forever. I'll just keep getting worms while every toad I get, you know, use some worms. Yeah. Pick some stuff up. That's why we're in the wormhole right now. <laughs> I almost want to see. I, I got to go and chat to see how many people are hanging with us right now. Dude, I forgot about chat like this whole time. Yeah, dude. Whoever's hanging with us, shout outs. Some fucking troops right For there. You. <laughs> Troop loops. I like this. I like getting the pilot seat in the wormhole. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That's cool. Thanks. Thanks again, Eagle, for I mean, 
He was barely in the wormhole tonight. Oh, well, he's got a big, huge day ahead of him tomorrow. Dude, I'm sure he wants to get some sleep. Let's get out of here, right? <laughs> you think he's sitting here, like, thinking? Hey, I'm, I'm, yeah, I very much respect that, and I'm down with that. Yeah. But <clears throat> I, I want him to definitely be able to be as full-rested and as enthusiastic and I want yeah. everything to go right. I want everyone to to have that crystal vibe of everyone checking in at the same point. You know, I want it to be synchronous. I like synchronicities. I want people to check in without even being planned. I want it to all work out, you know, in some oh, kind of synchronicity fashion. That'd be cool. You want to wrap her up? Um, I, I, dude, I don't even, I don't, <laughs> this is what, I don't have any of the, uh, chat stuff open from the YouTube, no. but let, let, let's just, let's just bless everyone a good night, you know, encourage everyone to come here for the 420. For sure. Yeah. Agreed to that. Yeah. Everybody that was in here that sees this and, you know, yeah, bless all you guys and fucking take care of one another. Yep. What episode is this? 378. I believe in, yes, I think it's 378.5. Unless I'm uh, taking my own type of mushrooms that are, you know, polluting my mind. But, uh. Yeah, as Eagle would like for us to say, please do something kind for someone. Random acts of kindness do save lives. Do something nice for someone. If you can see someone needs some help, reach out to them. Be nice. You know, try to make someone's day. Cheer someone up. Make someone smile. Try to crack a joke. You know, cheer someone up. I think everyone would enjoy that. That's what Eagle would want. For sure. Yeah. I think that's well said, man. Uh, you guys make us smile, so that's why we're all here, right? Yeah. Cool. And I hope everyone here watching, I hope uh, I get to see you tomorrow, and you know, or later on today, I should say, <laughs> either in the chat or on the stream. Cheers to everyone tonight. Cheers. Peace out, everyone. Good night. Peace out, everyone. Sorry, technical difficulties.